You are listening to Wednesday Comics, brought to you by RootsOfTheSwampThing.com and WednesdayComics.com. Wednesday Comics. To my left, we have the Tim Drake to my Bruce Wayne, Alex. Hello. And across me, we have the Jason Todd to my Bruce Wayne. Fuck yeah. Actually, he's not here. I sh- what? The- yeah, why am I not Dick Grayson? That's my son, you son of a bitch. <laughs> no, Jason Todd. That's, You're a that's, killer. That's, that's friend of the show slash psychomaniac Corey Walls. <laughs> why is he Jason Todd? Because he has anger issues. Okay. Well, Damien Wayne. Oh, fuck, I'll take that. Now I'm just a badass. Now he's actually my son. See? <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> well, you can be my poppy. You're old as fuck, so. <laughs> but that's true. By the time this comes out, it'll be my birthday. 30 years old. That's right. That's not that old. You'll be well, 30? I heard Holy 30's crap. the new 50, so. No, 30's a new 10. That's what I heard. <laughs> oh. Well. So, like, now I'm going to be 10 years old again. I'm going to go see that Rogue One. I'm going to feel like I'm 10. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's going to be a fucking great movie. <clears throat> right, Alex? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for garbage or shit. <laughs> no, I'm trying to be nice because <clears throat> I know people actually like Star Wars just because I don't like Star Wars. You know, out of any of the Star Wars movies, that's probably the one you would like the most. I agree. Because it's like an action. Uh, what do you call it? Not a spy movie, but they're going to be infiltrating. It'll be like a heist. Heist uh, movie. Uh, yeah. Heist movie. Ocean Eleven, Star Wars style. Yeah, I've never watched Ocean's Eleven. What the fuck? How do what you about twelve? Thirteen? You just jump in? Just... Have you never heard of Charm or Suave? Watch those fucking movies. Well, I do. I, I use Suave. Uh, it's shampoo. Well, okay, I didn't know you had fucking lady parts, but okay. you know why? Ninety nine cents. That's right. Cheap. Cheap as shit. Um, today's <laughs> December seventh, twenty sixteen. Coming around to the end of the year. Later on, we're gonna do two top fives: best writers of twenty sixteen, best artists of twenty sixteen. But, and I'm going to ask this, this, and you both are going to say you don't know. What came out today? What did you get? Batman number 12. Boom, Batman I got number one 12. Right. Online, they're saying something big happened, changes his origin a little bit. I know. Marvin told us that, and I'm like, ooh, bud. I've been liking, I've, yeah. I've liked the last Guess two what? books you brought out. Don't fuck this up. I didn't read that yet, but I had to see what it was, so I know. Is this, okay. It's not that bad. Okay, so. It's not like going to be Will like, it piss me and Alex off? It's not going to be like, he killed his own parents. It's not like that nice. drastic. Okay. What if he did that? <laughs> that would be crazy. <laughs> and this whole time he's been. Is it no, just no. like added to it's the It's something origin? about his emotional journey when he's a kid. Oh, that's, that seems pretty fitting for this book so far. Yeah. Okay. So it's nothing like, yeah, you, you, you'll see it. It's fine. Okay. I saw it and I was like, yeah, that's normally, it's more, it adds to what happened hmm. more than a new thing. Um, so it's less, I mean, it builds on Batman, but. As a little, as a young kid, yeah, 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 it's when he's a kid. I saw it and I was like, yeah, that's fine. I'm okay with a writer. Bruce Wayne kills his own family. It's <laughs> not really. It's not a retcon of any kind. <clears throat> it's more adding to what we already know happened. Black Science 26. Haven't read twenty five yet. I'm caught up. It's on my to do list. I'm work. I'm getting caught up. I'm worthy Thor number two. I'm worthy Thor number two. On follow fourteen. That. that cover looks awesome. You seen that cover? Yeah. Beta Ray and him. Good. Superman 12, Frankenstein. Yeah. What, Super uh, Monsters? I don't know how I feel about that. I like Frankenstein. I like Frankenstein, but I... Just, I used to read that, Agents of uh, Shade. Shade. God, it was so good. But Tomasi, I think he wrote that, right? Yeah. He's like the only person who remembers that Frankenstein exists in the DC universe. I guess. <laughs> Any book he's in, Frankenstein shows up, but 
Because he showed up in Batman and Robin, right? Yep. Yeah, and da- well, no, not Damien's on a Batman. But. Unfollow 14. Yep. It's going to be more about Akira's app. I think it's Again? finally. Well, I think it's finally going to reveal what. Because um, remember, it said it's going to reveal something. Oh, okay. I think it's the one where it's going to reveal it. Nightwing 10 back in Bloodhaven. Blood that one, I'm excited. That's a good cover. I like that cover a lot. It's a different artist, too, I saw. Oh, that's too bad. No, no, no. It's the one from the last one, Marcus Tell. But it's not the original artist that's been doing it. That's still unfortunate. Um, Green Lanterns 12. <clears throat> still a good book. Phantom Ring. Yes. That's Green Arrow. Green Arrow 12. Still I'm, up, three, so I'm, I'm three issues behind on that. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm good. Moon Knight 9. Yeah. That yeah. upside four. That'll be good. I think it's time to see, hey, it's go time. You know, okay. I forgot about that book until I just saw this list. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll talk about it later. Aquaman 12, I'm behind a lot of issues. I don't know what else. I don't know what we're doing. Really? The delusion thing. It's basically um, <clears throat> America's getting more paranoid about Aquaman, and he's like, whoa, let me just help, and then I can show you that I'm not like a terrorist. Walking Dead 161. That came out today? Yeah. No, it didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. I did get it. it. Oh, shit. Gosh, t- this week felt like such a short week of books, like small week. I was like, did I not get this many stuff? I got, I got quite a bit. Let me tell you something about Walking Dead. You can't because you stopped at like 150. No, not the book. Okay. The show. Don't watch it anymore. You know what I've heard is those ratings have dipped <laughs> yeah, I stopped watching that. I watched the first episode just to see. Who just was? The, not, really the, not really the first episode. I watched what should have been the last episode of the last season. <laughs> and that's when I stopped because it was only okay for me. And I was like, I'm not going to keep watching this and just keep hating it. I'll just stop watching it. So I'm done. I like those comics a lot though. Yeah. I mean, Kerman is involved with both of them. He is. But I think the comic can it feels like the show is holding back even though it shouldn't be mm-hmm. the comic feels like it actually well does. this this seasonal is supposed to be this is a big sidebar it's supposed to be like the closest to the comic as you can get and the most far out there and yeah i think that you're right doing the cliffhanger without revealing who got <laughs> killed you just cut out your audience and yeah. now they feel offended like they're just like i don't know makes them feel stupid by the way, for our listeners, I don't read nor watch the show. He owns some of the watch. I, I have read it. I've read up to 30 or something. Mm. And I spoil things when I look through the book, but I don't read it. He spoils things for Marvin because yep. he wants Marvin oh, to be whatever. unhappy. For he him. has spoiled uh, Batman number three for me years and years and, and years we ago learned from that I will never let go. From last week's show, spoiled Department H number eight for you guys. Yep, he's a fucker. I was talking about it last week and you guys were like, I don't remember that. And I was like, oh, because you guys haven't read it. Well, you didn't want us to give you hell about that. <laughs> Because uh, I just remember uh, two words. Alex, do you remember uh, Wayne Tower in flames? Well, it's Wayne I, Tower. You know, I, just, no, I just remember the picture that he showed. Hey, mm. guys, look at this tower that blew yeah. up. Guys, it's some random building on fire. <laughs> it looks like Batman. Oh, yeah. Why does it have like uh, bat wings on top? Now my fault you figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. More importantly, <laughs> on our uh, our names you gave us, I always have you as Tim Drake. Bruce Wayne's right here. You're confusing our guests. <laughs> World's greatest detective right here. Tim Drake is. Oh, so I am. Oh, never mind. You're right. I am. The best. He hey, remembers did Tim, did Tim ever be... Um, he's never Batman, though, was he? He's always been Red Robin. I'm yeah. sure there's some stories where he wore the costume. Yeah. I can't think. Well, Batman Beyond. I mean, let's be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Is that really him? It was. Yeah. He got transported to the future. And he had to take over because Mr. Terry went adios. Oh, amigos. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which... Not speaking of which, horrible <laughs> sideway or segue. Segway. Two top five list today. Top five writers, 2016, top five artists. Let's start with the artists. We're going to go from five to one. Number five, 
Number one being your best artist of 2016. Yep. So let's start here. I'll start best artist. Question: We do we normally do like if your number three is his five, you're gonna just talk about it at the same time, or you're just gonna come back uh, and talk about? If like, I were you, like just hold back your comments, like let them say their piece, and then I mean you can say comments about what shit. they say. I'm just saying, do like whatever you want, it's free do what you want to hear. Baby. It's free flowing, free flowing today. This is a free flowing show today. No script. But the most important reason why I keep to your part kind of thing if it's not on the same number oh I see, yeah my, my number five best artist of 2016 is a man who i didn't even think about until i was downstairs to the gear we we're playing a game love letter archer archer version <laughs> and uh i was looking at some artist and i was like this guy's got to be in the list he came up with a i mean he's notoriously slow so he only had one book this year but that book the art in that book excellent number five frank whiteley for Jupiter's Legacy, Volume 2. Some of those issues, like especially that fight scene where that yep. lady goes through the ground, that yep. panel where it's like cut away from the building, fucking awesome. He can take it as long as he wants, Frank Quietly. That guy is always a quality. Multiversity he did last year was awesome. That guy always does one thing a year, but when he does it, excellent. Batman Incorporated comes to mind. Batman Incorporated, oh, All-Star man. Superman. Oh, shit. Frank Quietly is one of the best artists working today, and so when you put something out, you go check it out. And yeah. This year is Jupiter's Legacy, Volume 2. It's pretty good. I mean, it ends... Sometime just, soon. Oh, when, yeah, when's the last issue? I don't, I don't know. I, I was, I was talking to Alex on. about that. I was like, dude, if they're only doing five issues, why the fuck isn't this last issue? I didn't even think about I, I'm assuming this one's either got to be super big or it's just got that much stuff he's got I think it is actually it. bigger than a normal Oversized? Yeah, okay. yeah. So, that's number five. That's a good choice. You know what? Weirdly enough, Frank Whiteley never actually entered my mind. That's what I said. I forgot about him because he only does the one thing. Yeah, he yeah. doesn't do too much. And he doesn't come out that often. I mean, we talk about yeah. him all the time on the show because I think that issue two of Jupiter's Legacy 2 is still the best. But my number five uh, is a – he started off on Grayson. That I think he is one of the, the strongest semi-realistic artists. Uh, Mikkel Janin, who's doing Batman right now. This current Excellent arc at stuff. least. Yeah. One of my honorable mentions. Mm-hmm. Good choice. Honorable mention, really? See, I don't play this fucking cheating game you guys do with honorable mentions. I have the top five. That's it. Everyone else, (laughs) butt kiss. Well, he was on my list. I've got one of of each. One artist and one writer. That's an honorable mention? Yeah. They don't deserve honor because they didn't make the top five. Well, let's let's not say honorable mention, but he was on the list that I cut down. Okay. So I thought of him. Because he wasn't good good enough. Well, he did um, Grayson, and then now he's doing Batman. I'm uh, like The strongest thing I've seen him draw right now is uh, the cover for issue 11 of Batman with Bane behind him. That is my not my screensaver, but my wallpaper on my phone for the lock screen. I that is like my favorite thing to look up. Bane, it's oh, good. Yeah, for the mask. Yeah, the eyes. I think he does. He does Bane. Like draws Bane so nicely. What the hell are you doing? What's your number five? <laughs> what the hell am I doing? You killed Janet's really good choice. Yeah. yeah, I almost put him on my list, but I think. Like, it's been so, like, Grayson since, like, you know, he left, like, issue 13 or whatever. It's just been, like, uh. But he always did the covers. He did the cover. That's true. But that's that's the same thing as giving me the finger, like they did with Old Man Love and 14, <laughs> where uh, he does the cover. Then you go inside. Oh, it's not fucking anywhere close to that cover. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Speaking of. Man's going to make money. He does the covers. Number five artist, Andrea Sorrentino for Old Man Logan. Like. Uh, me and Marvin were talking about when we were playing Archer Love Letter. Hey, sponsor us. Um, <laughs> we were talking like <clears throat> me and Alex were so pissed last week because the writing style of Jeff Lemire 
mixed with not that great an artist. Basically, besides the fact that it had nothing to do with the fucking actual story of the series. Yeah, like, I, I had no idea where we just this took a weird, ridiculous right. backwards turn. Yeah, and so to have, <clears throat> like, he's such a great artist. Um, he really adds to that Old Man Logan book, like the ruthlessness and the gore. And, like, I've seen, I've read some stuff with, you know, Green Arrow he did some work on and I Vampire, which, like, his gothic kind of, like, dark sort of stories. Holy shit, are they better for that art? So, I definitely, like, you know, we were bitching the whole episode last week about how much we missed this guy on this book. Which carried so, over to this week. Which carried over this week because we're still bitter. But I forgot all about it. I think, well, now you don't. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, his you his work of, like, opposite colors and shadows because he does all his own work and everything. Like That's a good choice. Yeah, I've... Great as a top five. I mean, he's not the top one, but like you can feel his so ask missing it. presence. You guys are talking about how great he is. He's only number five. He's only number five because these other four are just superior. Oh, okay. okay, yeah, he's a good artist. I mean, number I don't four. get that. I don't get that book, so, so I can't put him on the list. But if I've I, seen if, his panels. If I was that kind of person where I'd force it on you, where you just like read this book, but I don't know how much you like Wolverine. You're saying Christmas? <laughs> That's what I'm suggesting. <laughs> no, yeah, I like Wolverine a lot. Do you? No, not a lot. That's a lie. Yeah, let's say uh, <laughs> I don't think you barely talk about Wolverine ever. But like you talking about Deadpool. We're talking about my favorite X-Men. He's not on that list. But in terms of a good asset to a team, like when he was on the Avengers, I'd like him on the Avengers. That's fine. Yeah. He was good on Uncanny X-Force by Rick Remender. He was good on that team. Who are we talking about? Deadpool? No, Wolverine. Oh, yeah, that's right. He is on the Uncanny X-Force by Rick yeah. Remender. I was thinking Deadpool was on that. And, and I, like, I like Old Man Logan a lot. That story about Mark Miller good was good. Not if really Mc, by if, business, but I mean, if McNiven was doing—is it McNiven or McNiven? McNiven. McNiven was doing the art, like it would still be just as great. But Sorrentino adds something to it that just—I think a part of it for the Sorrentino art is that it's—he doesn't have to, not everything needs to be you know colored in. It can just be that red and white that he does so well. Because that's a lot of what, when he focuses in on Wolverine getting shot or something, it's here's the square, here's the puncture wound here's the white just to draw attention to it's that's the thing yeah it's used to draw attention yeah. and he does a really good job at it i like him i like them when i got those green arrow issues it was good and he's done something oh he that bendis old man logan i got that too did you get that yeah i did i got the whole thing and he was the best part of that so yeah you that. could there was i don't think there was like any chemistry between the two but then when jeff no. lemire came yeah. on like hold you couldn't work more in sync sorry i i want to i could you and i could we could sit know, talk about this the whole time right. My number four is Gabriel Walta for Vision. Shit, another one that I didn't think of. Is a man whose art, some would probably look at him and be like, oh, that's pretty plain. But it's like we were talking about when we talked about Vision. It's very low key. It's very... It's the simplicity of it. Though. The simplicity of the art, especially, but it's the expressions on the people's faces. That's kind of story that needed that kind of art style. The kind of, you know, like when you look at old like Rockefeller, and it's not the same style, but like, old uh, uh, Rockefeller like art and it's like oh that's that's the American family this is like kind of mimicking the same kind of uh, feeling you look at it and be like this is just a normal vision family and then dark shit happens in there and the art kind of is counter to that yeah but it helps in those moments being like you know, it's not like flashy or anything that it lets the story tell the story I know and I'd like to take the opportunity I know this is an artist Based Jordy Blair. Well, I, was, I want to say colors on that book. Yeah, yeah. Were uh, 
mind blowing. That's the thing. All my if you if all these artists that have these things, the colors also like adds to it yeah. too. I, I, just, I understand I just, it's not just the artist. Well, I know, and I, and I know you and he, I think he knows. I don't know. He may not know. <laughs> but if we're gonna do a top five colorist, Jordy Blair number. Oh one. yeah, Jordy Blair would be my Whoa, number one. That's not part Hong's of this worth. list. No, but there's only three anyways. So no, Wilson more than three. Hollingsworth. I can name uh, five off the top. Hollingsworth of my head. Blair. <laughs> Matt Hollingsworth, Matt Wilson, Wilson, um, okay, Wilson Dave Stewart, Jordan Blair. Um, That's I can only get four. Are colorless like private contractors? Because like I've seen like Jordy Blair do like everything. For I think Jordy. I think I think Jordy Blair has made such a name for herself that there can't be any exclusiveness for her. Yeah, they like, usually don't sign colorists or exclusive contracts. They do well, artists. And yeah, I get that, but I just mean like, does she? That's why I say is she like her own private corporation that she's I like. I read an interview with Jordi Blair and she used to do like 12 books at once and now she pared down to about seven which is still a lot yeah for a colorist but that's why you see her like on everything and more importantly even her doing seven books the woman doesn't uh, Jordi's a female right yes okay I don't want to seem stupid and say she doesn't miss a beat like she is that good getting married or married to Declan Shelby seriously yeah okay makes a lot of sense that's why they're doing that Batman <laughs> together they did the Warren Ellis book what was that did you guys got? Oh, uh, they did Moon Knight together, and then they shit. went off to do that. Uh, in, oh, not Inception. Oh, Injection. Thank Injection. You. Yep. Mm. Is that still going? Yeah, it's on a break. Okay. Because I draw, I dropped it like I think number eight. That's the last issue that came out. You didn't oh, drop so, it. It's just on a. St- it's no, on I dropped it. You? Oh, you? I dropped it. Meant not to get you it. Don't but, drop it until the next issue. Yeah, comes out. So you're still out. getting I'm it, still, motherfucker. Well, I dropped monsters, and I drop back. I jump right back on after I saw that shark pirate. Dude, that book's so good. <laughs> Dude, honestly, it picked up these last three issues. Okay, so my number four, my screen went black, but give me a second. Oh, that's right. <clears throat> Chris Samney. Wait, does it skip me? Does it go Marvin, me, you? Okay, it, it went Marvin, me, then you yeah. last oh. time. I'm here. No, you're not. <laughs> hey, I'm multitasking. Not very well since you don't remember what order we go in. Whatever. Chris Samney. Chris Samney. These guys got me drunk for the show. Hey, I got a question because uh, yeah. Chris is um, somebody who I thought of. Is the uh, Daredevil did it come out this year with him, Mark Wade, or did that end last year? And then I think uh, that ended last year. What's the Soul I, one up to? Thirteen. The what? Soul Daredevil. Oh yeah, it will be no fourteen now. Yeah. Okay, so just have fourteen. It was last year there. Yep. I run in so. Yep. So I, I, but she or Chris Amney has done a book, Black Widow. Yep. And the the only reason I put him on here is the whole time I'm thinking of Chris Amney. It was issue one of Black Widow, that silent issue of her escaping the helicarrier. Oh, that first issue. Yeah. I just, brain blew up. Then I go to number two, where I see her taking out everybody in the graveyard. Yeah, silently. I was like, oh my God. this And the thing is, this man tells the story with no words. I know uh, Wade is a part of it. Yes. And I know that he's a big part of it. But man, I just, I cannot get over how good this art looks. And all those covers he does, covers are great. Like issue was eight last week. Yes, so simple. She's sitting on the moon, shaped like Fury, with the red star of Winter Soldier. I know I complained about it, but I only complained because I don't like the black. Because it rubs off. Yeah, because it rubs off. That's the only problem. You know what's crazy is that issue two is is showing her silently killing people. That's very hard to show through pictures. Mm-hmm. That it's. It's like her silently killing people, but that second issue, the way they express that in there is very you can tell. Like, I'm just saying, there's no question what she's doing. You yeah. know she's taking them down. 
I'm assuming killing, but she's incapacitating these people. I can't Spike remember. Spike she's killing them. Of course. That's what I would do. <laughs> Gary, what's your number four? Number four, Dustin Wynn. I originally took him off my list, and then me and Marvin talked about it some more, and I put him back on. Um, I wish there was a mature Batman book that he was on, because I love the shit out of how he draws Batman, and like the whole roster. Um, but, you know, for Descender, um, which has been on a little what break for a while. Descend- oh, shut up. Yeah, because you guys don't fucking read it. Catch up. I'm working on it. He's still like 12 behind. Even though the last five issues has Kinda. literally taken place within five seconds. Like, there's a cliffhanger in like 12 or whatever. Spoilers. Where one robot is trying to kill Tim. Wow. Well, and it's been. Robot that, oh, so, see. you know, like, the covers have all had like a silhouette of like one character. Not a silhouette, but like a, a portrait a, of one a, character. Profile of them. Vignette. A, a vignette. Ever since they've been doing that, seriously, this all of this is just like flashbacks to who they are and their histories. And then the last page is always this robot like takes another step towards killing Tim. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh. So I'm like, okay. That's one of those books that when I finally get to it on my giant stack, then I'm just going to read all three back to back. Yeah. Back-to-back. And uh, it's great. I mean, Dustin Wynn, he's really good at his painted style. I think it's something unique. And uh, every time uh, he's drawing a book, I always look forward to it. I think he's definitely become more popular because, like, it used to be like, oh, I'd get a book and his name would pop up and be like, oh, Dustin Wynn's going to draw this. And now it's like, God, I wish he would draw more books, but he's only doing a couple. Yeah, but it's one of those things that's it, the more he's focused on something, the better his work is. That's true. And, like, I love that, but, you know, I kind of miss the randomness. Yeah. But, you know, then again, I am a seasoned comic book reader. So, I mean, I just. Where is the fill in for something? Yeah. So there's never going to be, like, I, I like it solicits too much to know if he's coming or not. So, oh, see, and my thing is that it's not solicits that I do. I don't look at the solicits. I do look at the future covers of something. Dustin Wynn's really good. I mean, yeah. if you look at that, um, the work he's doing for the book, he's the colorist, which is like water coloring mm-hmm. also, and he's also like the actual penciler and stuff like that. So he does everything for that book. I was gonna let you know there is a kids book at our shop that we go to. Um, oh yeah, I saw that. That he draw. I'm gonna say, if Marvin's son was a little bit older, this would be a great picture book for him because it's all Dustin Wynn art. It's that oh, what that's is it the book. animal one? That's yeah, right. <clears throat> not so. the creature book. Yes. What do you got for number three, artist Marv? Three, three, Trace. My number three. I mean, when I talk about this book, it's mostly for this person. Um, would have been higher, but the first two, I think. Better for me. Number three, Fiona Staples for Saga. Mm. She doesn't work for Archie either. I don't know if that Archie works this year, but for Saga especially. No, issue one of Archie came out 2016, I thought. Yeah, I think Archie's still applicable to it. Okay. So, but for Saga though, like everything about the book, the covers, she does all of it. Color, coloring, inking herself. Those books like, and when we used to write reviews for the site, I used to say all the time, I was like, Sometimes I look at a page, like there was an issue, I don't even know what issue it's on, but go back and there's an issue with some water in the dark and stuff like that. And you stare at that and you're like, how? <laughs> like, I don't even know how. But I've seen her do her work and it's, she does it digitally. And it's just amazing. Col- the lighting, colors, everything. Sorry, my I'm, right now my brain is trying to run through what the covers look like because I assume the, co- the covers dark with green and they're under the water it looks like. Yes. It's like 20... 
28 or something. No, 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 no. 33 is my guess. I'd be right. Check it. <laughs> I think it's 33. But I mean, just mean everything for that book. Like that book lives and dies on that art. The story's great. Well, even even, great. You know, so even um, Brian K. Vaughn says she's I mean, the first one, yeah. isn't she? Well, not in that one. When oh. it first started, he was the first, but now she's the first on it. But that's a book that has, I mean, the art on that is fantastic and comes alive like for those characters and stuff like that. Like their faces, everything, their expressions. Everything about that book is lives and dies on that art, like I said. And that story is great, but like the great part of that comic is that art. Mm. And she's Didn't, one of... Uh, he give her like the, the first credit? Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Yeah. Um, she is... No, I sorry. I was doing a favor mid-show. Sorry, behind the scenes. Did you do it? Yeah, I did. Okay. So, um, she is like a treasure that like bring... I, I'm not, I don't even know if she did comics before. I mean, apologize. I don't know if she even did comics before Saga. I haven't even heard of her before Saga, but like she's the treasure that he found. She only does Saga. She did Archie, but then... Um, I know she did the cover for that. Gil Simone read Sonia. That first issue. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, she did. But she does random things, like, cover-wise, here and there. But even, I mean, there's some, if you look at that book, there's some panel layouts that are, like, kind of out there, stuff like that. But most of it is, like, I mean, it's kind of cartoony, right? Ish, yeah. Ish, not really, but it's uh, an art style that is her own. I don't think, you can't look at her art and be like, oh, that looks like this person. No, she's got, like, she is her own style. yeah. yeah. Just like Dustin Wynn, like you were talking about, like there's nobody who looks like Dustin Wynn. Right. No. And I know, excellent stuff. She's one of the best artists working today, I think. She is very, I guess, I don't know if she's slow or not like that, but that's the only thing she's doing in Saga, which is fine for me. I mean, just do that book and do excellent work like she's been doing. Now, I, I actually just visually switched two of them around because my number three originally is actually going to be my number two. But I've got uh, Francis Manipole is my number three. Well, can I chime in? Because he's also my three. Is he? Okay. Yep. Oh, three threes. That's right. Trinity. No, no, two threes. Two threes. Whoa, guys. You're not part of it. <laughs> Trinity. Fuck. No, he's not in oh, it. Oh, you're not in it? Fuck you, Marvin. He was on my list and I crossed him out. What really? the fuck? This I is know. one of those ones that I, when I heard that Trinity was coming out and I it, I didn't care who else was on this book. I just mm-hmm. knew I wanted to have it just because I love that art. I know. He just, he just, it, the lines are so crisp. It just flows well. Like you can, it's not static. Right, it's it's just a gr- good Question. read all the time. Yeah. Before Trinity, did he do anything else this year? Yeah, he did. Was he doing detective? He did, he did an arc in Justice League that. Uh, oh yeah, yeah that's right. Or, oh, that's right. Whatever the yep. Justice League got. What is it called? But I know he was out for a while because yeah. he was dark side, dark side, yeah, dark side war. Yeah. Um, what else has he done? Well, he not the Flash. We well, can't count the Flash, and yeah. I guess to be fair, he's only done the one issue of Trinity. No, no, there's three, two, two, two. He did right. a two. No, the third one was. He did the cover of three. Rebirth. Oh no, she didn't do the third one. You're right. Cause, Man. Yeah, because the rebirth Clay one Man. was um yeah. the first issue. Yeah, so he's on two. Okay. So I know he, I mean he's not been putting a lot of work in this year, but from what I've seen, I love that book. I don't know. Like and his covers, like it's so nice having those be like the original cover for a comic and it's like usually like he does a variant and you're just like, gosh, I want that variant. Which we we did buy that variant of J, uh, JLA number two. Yeah, got it hanging up on my wall. Just to have Can I say it. something about him? Yeah. Not about his art. No, you can't because he's not in your top five. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, I'm kidding. I mean, you know, so look at so to look at I don't know what the fuck. But um, when he started writing Flash, he was a serviceable writer. I mean, he was mm-hmm. good, 
but he just been coming up. I mean, because he was coming off of Jeff Johns writing it, that it seemed like it was just it was a step down. But Trinity, his writing on Trinity is pretty great, and I think he's really improved as a writer. Not even just I mean, his art's always been excellent, right? But in terms of writing and storytelling. I think he's learned some things over the years between Flash Detective and Justice League. Mm-hmm. And Trinity is probably in my top five rework titles right huh. now. And that's a book that everybody, casual or diehard DC fan, should be getting. Definitely. Because then, plus, like with the storyline right now, it's diving into the all three of their backstories and histories. So definitely. And Manipool, like. You know how he's worked partnering with Clay Man, probably some other artists to kind of see like the that way that storytelling he has time to work on his stuff, yep. and then you can bring in another artist to be like, oh, this is Batman's story. Well, question for you: Did did Clayman do the whole whole issue three, or did when they came back from not Gotham City, did Manipool do that last little bit where we find out it's Poison Ivy? I don't know. That I can't remember to look back, but now that I the way I'm thinking about it right now, it sounds like it. I think it feels like sure. it is. I think it was just Clay Man okay. just the whole time. Well, I remember looking at the credits because mm-hmm. I read the scripts and I remember yeah. just seeing Clay Man. Okay, unless he was uncredited with a page. Well, you should sure. look up um, number three. Is that it? Yeah, it's coming out. Is he doing? No, he's doing the be issue four. Because issue four would be the Wonder Woman story. Because we did Superman, we did Batman. Yeah, but there's a rebirth and then one and two, right? So look no, up number it's, four. It's one, two, and three. Oh, there was no rebirth book. No. Okay, so number four. I'm just curious if he's coming back to do art or if Clayman's staying on. Or maybe. No, no, I think just him and Clayman are trading on enough. I think that's the Which way we find. Yeah, Clayman, yeah. Clayman did a good job. Yeah, that book was good. It, like I said, panel layouts. It's like Francis Manipal. I mean, collaborative. He had a little, more, he had a little more realistic tone to it, but it would make sense for the, Bat- or the Gotham City Batman story. My number two, right? We're yep. on two. Yep. Because are you done with your Manipul talk, Garrett? Yeah, I'm done. I'm just using uh, DC Comics's fabulous non-glitchy website to find the talent show. DC, like, get a new host or something. <clears throat> what you got for Marvel's not that great either. Image Comics website, excellent, superb. My number two was this guy kind of moved around a lot. I'll give you that caveat because, like. Here's the thing, and I've talked about him. We've talked about reviews for these books, and it's not just for one book this year; it's for multiple books. But every time we review them, I'm, I always say that the art's very low key, subtle. So it's hard for those kind of artists for you to be like, "Oh yeah, that's a good artist," right? Because they they're not like a Manipool that does huge layouts. Yeah. They're not like a Jan and they're like you're like, "Oh geez, you notice the art," but it's effective and it's storytelling. So my number two, Sean Phillips. Yep, that's my number two. I was close to putting him on there, but I don't think I've read as much as you guys have of him. So I'm still, criminal. I'm appreciating his art, but I said I'm not there yet. The criminal one shots that came out, and I got those magazine sizes. Yep. God, it's so great to look at. And he's killer, be killed. killer be killed. He does his covers. His covers are excellent. The work inside of it. And it, like we were talking about when we've reviewed that book. Brightweiser is number five for colorist. Yeah. she's Sorry. Oh, yeah. She, she does a lot of stuff, too. She's great. Um. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to throw you off. <laughs> no. Well, yeah, you made me think of Bright Western, and then I was like, oh, wait. Gabriel Hardman works with his wife, and she's a color suit. They're great, too. I forgot what his wife's name is, though. Um, but Sean Phillips, like his, like we said about his art, 
it's not somebody that you know, like you notice, unless you're really into comics and you're like noticing artists and writers. But if I get a book to somebody, the art would just service a story. But when you look beyond just the surface area, it's the people's faces, the expressions, makes it all realistic, which makes those moments mean more because it sucks you into that book to be like, this is a real guy. Like we said about Kill or Be Killed. Yep. Dylan feels really real because of the of the writing, but that art too. Like he looks like a normal dude. And then when you get those moments of violence. Or when you got the shit kicked out of him by the bouncer. Yeah. It's when, like, you, when you get those moments of violence, they're so violent and the way he just plays them. In Criminal, this is not 2016, but when you read that, because you're going back and reading Criminal Garrett. Yeah, I'm using Hoopla to read Criminal Volume 1. I believe it's Volume 2. Wait, what's number one? Um, it's it says the, Coward. It's the yellow one. Yeah, the yellow card. It coward. says Coward is the story title. No, I, I can't. I can't two. remember. It's been so long since I've read them. But uh, in two, like there's something happens in two. I won't tell you exactly, but there's something happens in two towards the end that's very like visceral and like real, and that is very like the art. It's I think it, it's even silent in that part. Like that moment right there is like John Phelps is excellent. Like yep. when you see that, you're like, this is a great artist. Well. He did um the fade fade out would have been fade the out. Show. Oh yeah, that's what I say. Fade out, those criminal one shots, and killer be killed. All three of those could all be top five series mm-hmm. of the year. And all three of those, even though like we've talked about, it's that team. Without that art, yep. it goes down at least a couple of picks. <clears throat> Sean Phillips is really great. And anything that he would do, even without Brubaker, is on my radar. Yep. Well, I was say that's the only reason I killer be killed is I saw the team. And I was like, I have to have that book. Yeah, you can't like, get I, lo- I love this team. Yeah, you can't just ignore that team, especially. I mean, like it. it I know I can't say anything else great about him, but like when you look at it, like I said, look at that art, and you're like, yeah, it just it just stands out, and it's great. I'm saying, I, you know what? I'm supposed to write. You're saying that as a as not to toot our own horn, but as veteran readers, I notice Philip's art, and I'm just like, God, this that's that so. So good, and it's not because it's flashy. It's so good because of the detail and how, how to me, realistic he actually does make it. Well, he understands in a moment that you um, have to kind of hold back. You can't just like in a moment when he in that second issue when he kills that guy, right? Mm-hmm. You don't need like a Francis Manipul layout for that. You don't need a Jen layout for that. It's just him in the snow. Which, by the way, he draws snow excellent. Him, Lark, excellent snow. <laughs> and I think that moment I'm talking about in volume two <laughs> is in the snow. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, when he goes and kills that guy, like it's a very quiet moment and then doesn't even say, just say like, hey, and the guy turns around and he just shoots them. Yeah. And it's like that quiet subtlety. It's like that makes that moment more powerful rather than being all flashy. And I think another, and I know we're, this is all artists, but my thought would be <clears throat> is that the way it's written, it's not, it's not a drawn out Oh, we have to, you know, here's seven panels later as he's turning around. It's you watch him say, hey, guy turns next panel. He's getting shot. That there's no wasted time. I'm going back and reading some uh, comic scripts recently. And is there any um, scripts on the back of those criminal portraits? Not really. I don't think so. But there is in the fade out deluxe edition. So I'm going to buy that and see. I want, I'm curious to see how Rubricker writes. Because sometimes a, a, art, a writer will writes everything they want to see on the page, which I think I believe if I'm remembering correctly, 
steel trap. Um, <laughs> that's Castaneda writes you know, that way. Uh, when you say a steel trap, immediately I think of um, a shark tank. Not a shark tank, but a shark cage. How very holy it is. <laughs> I saw a video of a shark tank like that and shark got in. And, uh, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, uh, I'm saying there's a lot of sharks that get in that steel trap of yours. True or false, the guy dies. I'm pretty sure that's true. False. He really? punches the shark in the eye, and the shark starts bleeding, and the shark runs away. I should show you the video. <laughs> well, one. That's impressive. <laughs> the that the like shark the, ran away. Is that like the guy punching the kangaroo in the face? Dude, I love <laughs> that video. Holy shit. It's a good video. <laughs> that is, I, I watched the fuzzy vision of it, or the first fuzzy version of it. Then I watched like this really HD. I thought, oh, my God, this kangaroo's like, what the shit just happened? <laughs> yeah. And then he runs away. <laughs> like, At least what? tell me we're going to fight. <laughs> And the guy's like, fuck it, I won, I'm leaving. I like how he squares up, though. He's just like... Right. But, um... Because if you miss and he, and he gets that kicked that going to, like, fucking knock him back. I'm say, I'd be one of those... You get, you get that punch in real fast, then you walk away. Because that came like, fuck you, bitch. Oh, that's what I was saying. Scott, when, his, and when he writes stuff, it's very, like, he tells ours, do this, do this, do this. Whereas I've seen, like, a Greg Ruckus script where he's like, I kind of want to like this, but you can do whatever you want with it. Yeah. And I'm curious to see if what Ed does, Brubaker. Um, I, yeah, I got that. <laughs> if it if it really is like, hey Sean, this is what we're working, we're, what I'm thinking about. I mean, they've been working together forever, so you're probably like, hey, I would uh, think they probably have the same mentality. And so they probably got a connection of going, hey, this is what I, this is what he's thinking, but this is how I want to do my little spin in it. But both ideas are being put into it. Great artist. I don't. He back in the day did Sleeper, um, Criminal, Fatal, Fatal, all those things. I, I mean, like, even Fatal, like, I haven't read ever, read but those first. covers are really great. Yeah. And there's no doubt in my mind that if I read it, I'd be like, that's pretty great art. It's weird. It's kind of... Uh, it's more super. It's the most supernatural I've what's, seen. What am I thinking of? H.P. Lovecraft. Kind of. Garrett, number two. What's your number two? My number two. Poop. <laughs> I thought I'd just say it. Good call. Um... Well, it's based off of two things, and like this artist has really surprised me. I've never seen this artist before, um, Jorge Jimenez, um, who's done these, who just did the recent Superman annual, and who did that Superman number seven from Rebirth, that like issue we all loved. He did that art at the fair and everything. Um, I was just thinking about like 2016 as a whole, and like what artists have really surprised me, and he gets the number two spot because like, man. The art that he draws, like, it's not, it's not something like his own, I would say. I mean, that's, that's a bad way to put it. He has a style that's his own, but it's still, like, instead of, it's kind of like the reverse how other people do. Like, artists will make art more independent for themselves. He'll make art that could be, it could be anybody drawing that, but, like, that's his, it's his style enough where he's putting his it's own. A throwback to classics. Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's a throwback. Um like that Superman, an- God, I just loved every single that panel. That Superman annual, if we're talking best issues of the year, is up there. That is totally, yeah. Definitely. Especially for that art. Mm-hmm. Is, there's a couple pages in there that you're like, if I could, I would buy the original art and you blow that up and you Pin hang up, it on your yeah. wall. And then like, I remember how we were all drooling over Superman number seven because like, not only was the writing so superb for that issue, but like the art just like so added to that story and like just the emotion you could see in the face and like the comedy behind it, the seriousness, the, I agree with issue seven. For some reason, I don't have the boner you guys have for the annual. 
Oh, you didn't like the annual? I think that's We fine. talked about it last week, right? It's fine. I mean, I liked it. It's better than the Batman annual because it's more consistent. Definitely. I mean, it's one story, yes. Mm-hmm. But it's just one of those, I was like, oh, okay. I know what you mean, though. Like, the, he's pretty good at, at uh, over-expressing yeah. how, they, how they look. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of cartoony, but it's not, like, uh, full cartoony. Right. It's enough that, like, you're like, when you see it, you're like, okay, this is, like, doing justice to the story. Whereas if it was, like, fuck, I don't know. Gleason. Whoa, let's not go that far. There there are times when I see Gleason, it's like, oh, yeah, that's really strong Gleason. Then I've watched Gleason where it looks like hey, something fine. took a shit no, on it. It's like, uh, what's his face? The guy that always Ultimate. you guys hate is our Brett Booth. Just oh, because everybody looks the same. <laughs> I hate Brett Booth. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, Jorge Jimenez. I can't wait. I mean, I hope. Well, he's going to do the art for uh, Super Sons, right? Mm-hmm. I'm all in. Let's go. Yes. I wasn't going to get it, but now I will. <clears throat> well, I wasn't going to get it. Wasn't going to get it. That's right. Well, then I was going to get it. Wasn't going to get it. My number one is a man that got brought up earlier, but he's my number one because that man is essential to that story. Watch me say shit, even though I know who it is. <laughs> who is it? Is it Samney? Chris Samney. Um, shit. <laughs> even though he was on my list. Look at Black Widow. And this, I do. This is a guy that's... I mean, we talked about Sean Phillips' subtlety. Sean, uh, Chris Samney. Not really. I mean, it's not really that subtle. There's a lot of great panel layouts. Like we talked about on the one issue when, what's her name? Head, head uh, mistress. Yeah. That, when she dies mm-hmm. and she gets shot in the head and then it breaks the apart breaks. and you see all her, her memories. That is using comic the comic medium to its greatest potential to display that she's losing all her memories in just a picture. And then that one issue when um, Black Widow kills the father of Weepy Lion. Yep. And you see him look the shots through her arm killing his dad. And you see the look in his face being like, that's like that's when he got broken as a child. Like all those moments, that from the subtle moment on his face like, to draw that expression. <laughs> and then the memories exploding that's using comic <laughs> medium to its great potential and this man is an excellent storyteller she's so my number one the only reason i'm smiling is you're getting you're so into this that i'm just waiting for, i just want to go home oh, marvin's gonna cry <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh i'm back together now oh mm-hmm. sure <clears throat> we'll wait till we get to those writers maybe we'll be <laughs> <laughs> you just hear a technical <laughs> can we just can we say beep we're gonna go back to our old podcast where we this talk is, about this is like adding on like that terrible is so great and that was last year but um black widow continues that streak with mark wade and i'm gonna let you know right now mark wade's not on my list uh-huh. and that's nothing against mark wade but we were talking about that on, me and me and uh garrett were talking <laughs> during love letter archer um start the youtube just wrote love wink. letters to each other <laughs> that i was saying mark wade's been good but anything besides his work with Chris Hamney has been okay. Oh, I would agree because I was thinking his his Black Widow, great. I haven't read the Daredevil, but I've only heard great things. But when I read his Avengers that came out like today, yeah, it's okay, okay, it's whatever. His uh, Strange Fruit that I finished, I have no idea what the fuck I read. I mean, I mean, overall, Mark Waite's pretty great. I mean, Kingdom Come stuff like that. It's some some of that stuff is uh, classic. But I mean, like lately, yeah, he isn't as solid as he used to be. But his work with Chris Samney, I, mean, yeah. I have to, I have to think that Chris is like picking up that slack a little bit, and like oh, those yeah. books are like him. I'll always think like if we were talking about those best issues, that number one of Black Widow, like so cinematic, 
comes to mind every time. I think I'd put one and two on that list. I know you guys say one or two, but I don't think there's a bad issue of Black Widow. Oh, no. No, but but there there are issues that I find stronger than others. I don't think three and four were super strong, but that issue where headmistress gets shot in the head. And but even last issue, like that action in the White House, fucking excellent. There's action in the White House? Yeah, when there, he's, she's getting shot. <laughs> like if you saw that in a movie and it, they were yeah. sh- the panel, I mean the panels, if the shots were set the same way as those panels, yeah. well, that's excellent directing. When I saw, when I when I was reading the book, to me the only thought that came to mind was X2, X-Men United, where Nightwing, Night, or yeah. Night, shit. Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler, Nightwing is in there. <laughs> Teleporting. You're saying a crossover. Oh, DC sorry. versus Marvel. So Chris Samney is my number one. Excellent work. There's nothing. That's not like this. We talked about with Sean Phillips, but Chris Samney, any book he does beyond Black Widow, I'm there. I, uh, one, I would agree. <clears throat> Two, my number one. Now he's only done a cover for Star Wars this year. And I don't get Star Wars. <laughs> Alex looks so guilty right now. Hey, hey, he's in this year's books. Uh, David Aha. You really like because <laughs> I made segued that in there because I made well I made this list before I found out the two twenty six. Okay, so the rest of the sh- things are twenty sixteen related. Okay. David Aha's done things this year. He did Scarlet Witch. No, he did covers. He did covers. He's been doing a lot of covers this year. Yeah. So I'm giving him the but act, the only reason I brought it up is because uh, the new night. No, shit. Night something is everything I have, apparently. Hawkeye. He did the cover for the Hawkeye book that's coming out shortly. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, the fir- or at least one of the variants. The first one. Oh, variant. And yeah, I think yeah, I'm going to get that. I didn't think he did the main cover. But I was like, oh, man. You know, that is a guy that I miss. He's but good. That's one of those characters. I mean, one of those guys that when he did Hawkeye, holy shit. Man, I need to get you that I want to get that Daredevil. Iron Fist. That, I, I, I want to get that Iron Fist. Immortal Iron Fist. <laughs> I want to read the Iron Fist. I want to read. I want to get things of his. Yeah, I finished that beer right now. <laughs> I, well, I'm, I need so to catch up, we, but we, apparently my energy drink is fucking me over anyway. But um, that Daredevil issue I keep talking about. Yeah, you need to read that. Is that, that the one, is that the one from Return of the King? No, wait, that's Lion King. Um, yeah, it's called Return of the King. Okay. It's called Return of the King. Now you're making me the doubt King myself. Returns. No, it's Return of the King. Return of the King. I think it's the I first for, part. I looked, at, looked for it at the shop. I couldn't find it, but I wasn't looking very hard. Well, I mean, I'll get it. if I were to get it to you, it'd be in trades. I'm not going to go find an issue from fucking six years ago. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. David Howe is good, but he's not on my list because he hasn't done any comic work. Fuck but you. I understand you've got to pull strings, <laughs> but it's a good choice. <laughs> Gary, don't you roll one? Nothing left? All right. Next one. You're dick Marvin. <laughs> Number one. Because yeah. if I haven't talked about my spank bank, Otto Schmidt. Oh, Jesus. Otto Schmidt, number one all the way, baby. Hey, you got it. <laughs> Where has this guy been? I don't know. Like, why did it take Rebirth for this artist to come, like, into the fold? Because everything, every time he draws an issue, seriously, like, I never, like, I've always loved he drew art. 12. Huh? He drew 12. 12 that came out today? Green yeah. Arrow. Oh, you did? Yeah. yeah. So pumped for that. Probably not 13. But but, the, but my only complaint, no, I'm not hating on him. Whoa. But I'm hating on how frequent he is because he's not frequent but enough. But you always tell me that me. you're cool with waiting because so he does an excellent job. It's the same thing. Yes, but thing. one every five issues bugs me because his, his issues are the strongest issues. To be issues. fair to Alex, I think he means if a delay an issue to you can do the art. So that way the, when it comes out oh. in trades, so image, it's all one person. Image delays right. a book. Like um, Frontier got delayed. You know what's selling him today? Southern Bastards only had three issues that came out this year. That's a book that's been delayed. Yeah. And, uh, well, goddamn, had five. Worth it, though. Those three issues? Those. Excellent. 
Do you see the change in the color? Sorry. They're changing the color to be yellow next time. Sorry. Go ahead. Fuck cars. Otto Schmidt. We were talking <laughs> about cars. Southern Masters. What did you say? You said colors. yellow car. Colors. All you were talking about. I'm, I don't know what's in my energy drink. Yeah, I swear to God. You want to talk about Cars 3? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Doesn't Lightning McQueen blow up? Everything changes in this moment. <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah. And... You know, we had a little uh, 50% off sale at our local comic shop, and uh, I went and got back that uh, Green Arrow number eight, just so I could Pages put a pin up of uh, <laughs> Black Canary, because the way he drew her... Otto Schmidt... Love it for a second. ...is the greatest discovery of Rebirth. Holy... I agree. 100%. There's nobody knew that. I mean, everybody Jorge else... Jorge Menes, though, is close second, I guess. I think I've seen Jorge before. I haven't seen him in anything. Look it up. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to look it up. You look it up. My phone died. <laughs> You're um, creepy. <laughs> 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 have you ever heard of Otto Schmitz? <laughs> I know, same. Yeah, I haven't heard of him uh, at all. But coming out of Rebirth, like that's the greatest discovery of that thing. <laughs> I, <laughs> I agree. But yeah, I mean, I was so glad like I was filing all my comics and he did the first two issues back to back. It's it, I, I agree with Alex and you like saying it's nice to see some consistency in art. Um, and, but yeah, when there's a different artist, you definitely miss him and can't wait for him to come back. So I'll wait for him though. Oh, I'll wait. Yeah, I'd wait nine days. Like if I had to wait six issues for one perfect issue, I'll do it. Look up if he's doing thirteen. Did you look up Trinity number four yet? Yeah, I did, but I was waiting. Who is for, it? It's Clay Man again. Oh, okay. Yeah. So who's look at? Okay, look up uh, Green Arrow number thirteen. See if it's Otto Schmidt again. But I agree okay. with you. Like that man. Good thing I left the December slots mm. off. <laughs> um. I'm back. That it won't good. be in December. Oh, is it? Is it a twice a month issue? A book? Yes. Green Arrow? Okay. Well, but yeah, I assume we at least have one more because we got thrown off last week by the annuals. Oh yeah, it was a fifth Wednesday. Um, Otto Schmidt, one of the greatest discoveries of Rebirth. But yeah. what did he do? He did the first arc, or did he, he, did he do the first, half. He did the first, first two. half? First yeah. two, and then he did one more issue. Seven. Did eight and eight? No, he did and eight. eight. Just eight. Just yeah, eight. he didn't do seven. He just so did first eight. two, eight, and he did twelve. So read number eight. He's only done a third of the book. If I had a quote for oh, that geez. book, if you read number eight, masturbate. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's I'm four kidding. Jesuses uh, in one whoa, show. Whoa, I didn't even say that once. No, I said it three times. What does she say when she shows up? Remember, she goes, uh, Hi, Ali. No, she, no, goes, she says something better. You're not supposed to be all alone or something like that. I don't know. She Basically, doesn't. like, or let's oh, go bang in the water. Right. Like, she robot? Feeling lonely? Not cut up yet. Is she a robot? I'm not going to tell you. And the answer is definitely no. His coloring, though, I'm pretty sure he does his own coloring. Yeah. Perfect. I know. God. That sunset. I mean, I know you were looking at, at Black Widow, but that sunset behind her, mm. fucking perfect. Yeah. That was that was B art, but the A art right in front. Good stuff. Your top five. Your top five. My top five. Good artist. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's. You're creepy. <laughs> you know, I, you know, it's the thing about art. I mean, let me know if you guys agree. Um. A lot of people say, I've seen some people that say they just read a book to read the story. They don't even like really recognize it. No, that's what they say about Playboys. <laughs> you read for the stories? Of course. I just read for the letter pages and I throw the shit out. Um, I don't even know if they make magazines anymore. Do they? Well, they changed it. There's no longer the nudity in it. Of course. It's all actually that's the, dark, the story. That's dark. the best. <laughs> um, but there's a lot of people I've, I've seen online, people who are like, I'll just read comics for the story. The art's secondary. For me, the art is primary, yeah. I think. 
if so, there's bad art in a book, no matter how great that writing is, I can't get past it. Ultimate's number nine, I think. Six. Ultimate's number six. Well, that was just pure shit. Oh, you mean that it? See, now I'm calling that art giving you the finger when the artist that they know you love isn't on the book. They do the cover just to keep you calm, and then you get shit. I would agree that with you, Marvin, that the art is what makes the book. I mean, they're if part of the storytelling process. It's like if you said in a movie, oh, that movie had a good script, but the directing was shit. Like, I can really tell what's going on. Yep. Then it's a shit movie. And that's the thing with art. The art has to tell the story in its own way. That's that's the point, though, is that the art tells the story. The, the wording, the dialogue is helping to give it direction. But that art is what you're seeing. The art is what um, I mean, draws me it's in. It's what makes comics comics. Yeah. I mean, you could just have <clears throat> words on a page, and it, it's not comics. Here, going back quick before, it's like yeah. 20 minutes before I get to say it. Like, Otto Schmidt, he's doing 13. So he's doing 12 and 13 back-to-back at least. Well, that's nice. He must have had an energy drink, and now he's like yeah. working back to No, he's saying Merry Christmas. Enjoy. <laughs> Maybe. Well, but he's had enough time to do it, so. Yeah. Except um, I didn't. Oh, the cover wasn't by him. Like, the cover for issue 12 that came out today. Not impressed, even though it's Schmidt's on the book. I, I wish Schmidt did the cover and the inside, but Schmidt's on the inside. So am I. Yeah, the cover was kind of dull today. Yeah, Black Canary did not look. Are you saying he's undercover? He's on the inside? That's right. <laughs> he's on the inside. He's between. It's a dumb joke. That um, I didn't even laugh at it, but you're creepy. You sure smiled, though. Let's not look I, I smiled. No, you smiled. I did smile. But yeah, yeah. Like when I think of comics, I never just think of a writer. And when I think of a story, it's never just like. Example, we were talking about multiversity earlier when we were playing Archer. <laughs> Love letter. Okay, um, now if, if these people don't sponsor us, I'm yeah, pretty disappointed. But when we were playing, I was, we were talking about diversity, and in my head I was like Grant Morrison, Frank Quietly. It wasn't just Grant Morrison for that story. Frank Quietly for that issue. And then I guess it's just that one issue. But even like All-Star, when I think of All-Star, that's Frank Quietly, Grant, Grant Morrison. When I think of anything, it's Sean Phillips, Ed Rubaker, Greg Rucka, Marky Lark, you know, it's the team. Yeah. It's not just the writing. But and more importantly, you always put the artist first. Well, because we're talking with the artist. Yeah, no, but you're, <laughs> oh, you, yeah, but you're choosing right yeah, now to put artists like first. The, yeah, yeah. Or is that how you go about it when you think about it? Like if, <clears throat> that's, that's what I mean. I mean, like the artist makes a book and that's part of the medium that I'm choosing to read as a comic. Visually, it needs to be great first. I'm not reading Lazarus and if it's like shit art. That story can be as great as it wants to be. I'm not reading that book. But I can I can read books that are picture just pictures. Black Widow number one, Hawkeye eleven, East of West twenty two, all books that were silent that were just amazing pictures. I cannot read a book that is overly written, too wordy. What the? I don't know. That's not why I got this book. This is not what I enjoy in the book. I want the art. The art is what sells me on it. Yeah, I, I agree that it's more of a visual medium more than a... Uh, Show me, don't tell me. Brought to you by RootsOfTheSwampThing.com, the definitive online source for all things Swamp Link, featuring books, collectibles, news, and a comprehensive chronology of the Swamp Thing. Please visit RootsOfTheSwampThing.com for more Swamp Thing. If you want to see an interview, I mean an interview, review for Superman Annual Number 2, go to RootsOfTheSwampThing.com and read that review. Annual number one? Yeah. <laughs> said annual number two. You said annual number two. Holy crap. Are you from the future? Dun, dun, dun. 20, 25. <laughs> 25. You know what I read? You know what I read? Oh. By 2025, every house will have a robot. 
<laughs> I foresee that not happening. That scares street. the shit out of me. No, not AI, a robot. <laughs> oh, so okay. a ro- you could have a Roomba. That's a robot. A ro- okay. Isn't your phone a robot? No, because it doesn't have an automated process. Like it doesn't move on its own. It's not an AP, oh. but I am. <laughs> or like the um, Google Home, Amazon Echo thing. Echo. That's AI. That's a robot. Is it? Top five writers of 2016. <laughs> Weird transition. <laughs> it is. When we're talking robots, what's your favorite robot of all time? Um, the one from fucking, uh, what's the one movie with Hugh Jackman? Adam from um, oh, yeah. Real Steel. Love that fucking robot. That was a good uh, You know, those one of those movies I, I, I really wanted to like. How did you not like it? Well, I did like it, but then I yeah, also I like didn't like it. There's a point that I find it hard to believe that Hugh Jackman would be a shit-ass dad. Considering I know you that he's not. Me? That man's like the nicest man in the universe. He plays the meanest man in the universe. Mutant. Yeah, but weirdly enough, he really doesn't kill that many people. I suppose. Anyways. My favorite robot of all time, Johnny Five. You know why? He's alive. <laughs> Top five writers of 2016. You know, I started first. Alex, you start for this time. You're with your number five writer of 2016. Well, you don't like Johnny Five? I don't even know who Johnny Five is. Short Circuit? You guys never seen Short Circuit? No, I've seen no, Short okay. Circuit. I know you're who Johnny Five is. Huh? You were looking at me like... You were uh, talking to him. I know, but you're looking at me like... Michael McKean, Perry White, Smallville. I know what you're talking about. Number so five. my number five... You're uh, Johnny Five. What is it? Shut up. <laughs> uh, like I think how many books he's written this year. At least two, and he's on a current DC book right now. Got some Greg Rucka is my number five. Greg Rucka... Was on my final list. Got crossed off as honorable mention. Good stuff, though. He's got, you know, as much as I like Lazarus, you know what book I almost liked more? Black Magic. Black Magic. With Nicole Wonder Scott. Woman. I was like, damn. Lazarus. Good work. It's good work. I was thinking about it today. I think most of the books he puts out, I actually have gotten. He's not like uh, other writers where I've actually gone back to get books. And I, I would mention said writers, but they're kind of on my list. He, yeah, he, uh, I think he's become one of our more, uh, one of those spotlight writers, like kind of like how, you know, if, if Hickman comes out of the book, we're all on it. Yeah. Rucka's kind of turned into like, he's doing, what's that new book? The, that sold, the Soldiers on Guard or whatever it is. Yeah. Whatever that is. We all, we're all going to get yeah. that. Oh yeah. I'm going to get that. Yeah. Me too. Yep. That's so. what we're all, we're all going to get it. Can you move yeah. that back there? What? This? Yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to spell. He doesn't um, want us to electrocute and die. Yeah, Johnny I don't five. want us all to get shot. He doesn't want yeah, us to but, short circuit. But weirdly enough, oh, shit. Oh, oh. I don't usually jostle the table. No, but he might. I know he will. <laughs> what the fuck? It's not even my beer. Hey, I'm saying he doesn't move. You move a lot. I move a lot. If it was over here, I would have said it have been yeah, me. because I'm animated. I'm not a statue <laughs> like this giraffe over here. Ouch. <laughs> Greg Ruck is a good choice, though. Yes. He was. That was. I mean, this writer, top five writer, was very hard for me. And Greg Rucka Papa was. Papa had this finished last week. I'm going to tell you these honorable mentions. You're going to be like, man, that is hard. <laughs> Depends. I've got one honorable mention. I want to see if you guys have them on your list. Fucking Greg honorable Rick mentions. I have top five. Because I had Scotty Young was Everything my... Everything else is shit. Scotty Young, what did he write? No, well, he does fairly... Or I, I hate, hate fairly. fairly. Oh, yeah? But he, but he wasn't on this list. He was on my artist list. Oh, okay. <clears throat> what do you got for number Garrett? five, Garrett? Number five. And this barely counts, but I couldn't help myself. Jeff Johns, DC Rebirth, Mike Drop, go fuck yourself. Like... That 80 pages 
not only did it spawn all these probably some of our favorite new series, like <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? I didn't shit over yours. I uh, just wait and I'm gonna barf and shit at the same time. Yeah, sorry. We'll see who's creepy then. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you're creepy. <laughs> Jeff Johns, like you can tell, he's such a master of the craft of writing. Like he knows what he's doing. Um, seriously, that 80 pages basically just reinvigorated a universe. So but he wrote Justice League before that. He so did. He did other work this year. He did, but that was still like it was. It was that was great too. The Dark Side War. Dark Side War was awesome, and I feel like people were so sick of New Fifty Two that by the end, like you could have wrote the best comic of all time, but you would have never seen it because it just got caught in the confusion. I, uh, you know what? Uh, I know we talk about New Fifty Two, but Batman obviously being number one. Yeah, but JL. Honestly, it was really, really good. It was awesome, but like, like I said, did you like see any like spotlight or fandom on it? Not no, really, because no. like it was like, well, hopefully it gets better than this. It's like this is actually really fucking good. I, like, like, I really enjoyed give it. it a I, chance. I binge read from twenty eight until whenever Dark Side War, like forty two, forty three. Yeah. Holy shit, that book was good. Yeah, and I, it's <clears> like when Jeff Johns on a book, I'm all in, and it sucks for me because like. I've been reading comics a long time, but when I started getting back into comics, like, full-time, it was when Jeff Johns was just starting to wrap up or his amount of workload that he does because now he's, like, onto the movies and everything. And it kind of sucks because, you know, he's written and continues to write good stories, but now I know, like, I'll be keeping my eye open for, like, when he writes a story. Is that you know, your number two New 52 book? JL? Number two? Uh, Yeah. Sure, why not? What are you saying? Well, I was going to say, you know, not my burping, not meaning to be a jackass move, because that was actually one of the books I read that it actually got me teary-eyed. Not DC Rebirth? Yeah. Wally when, and when, Barry when, Allen? When, when Wally is accepting the fact he's going to disappear, that no one will ever remember him, and he's like, I just wanted to be remembered, and all of a sudden I was like, oh. Fuck, dude, you're making me cry right now. Heart, heart strings, what are these? They hurt. Why are you trying to turn me into Marvin <laughs> right now? You're fine. It's him. Who's, you know he's going to cry first. <clears throat> True. What my, do you got for uh, number five? Mark? My number five. Robot. <laughs> my number five is a man who's had a few series out this year. Man's a machine. Robot. Well, you just short circuit. Um, I mean, the man's machine. Man has his own company. Man makes his own oh. books. Mark Miller. He's my number five. Yeah. Hawk. Not on my list. Empress. Jupiter's Circle. Did Circle come out this year? It ended, I believe at the this end of this year, Jupiter's Legacy, Number and it's one more thing. What are we getting right now? What are we getting right now? Well, it was Empress. There's something else coming out. Reborn. Reborn. Mm. Shit. Man's been on a roll. Yeah, he does good work. Small arcs. I think he's created a new trend in the comic industry. So. Five issues, six More importantly, issues. this man just works with artists that are great. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. The man's so great that he can choose just whoever he wants. wants. And... All the stories, unique. I, I've just named five of her stories. None of them are alike. And none of them seem... I mean, like, the thing is we talk about all the time is every once in a while you get stuck with a writer that everything sounds like the writer. Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> but um, lately. Yeah, but wouldn't you get somebody like Mark Miller, like all these books sound like somebody new. Like Reborn doesn't sound like the same guy who's writing uh, Ampress. Doesn't sound like the same guy who's writing uh, Jupiter's Legacy at all. Speaking of which, did you read Empress number seven yet? I did not. You Shit. read it. God, I love that last issue. Really? Because that's the series that you, we were talking about. You that were, I hated, but... You said you were confused about. Did you go back and read them all? No. Or I just... Just, I just 
found a character that I love so much. Is the little midget dude? No, I hate the midget. Whoa. Oh. Puck. No, not Puck. That's no, Tor. That's <laughs> Tor. Yeah, it's Tor. Um, I love the queen in this book. Mm. Oh, yeah, she's good, too. But I mean, like like you said, she's sexy. who did he work with this year? Frank Quietly, who, who is a Matafa artist. Stuart Eminem. Eminem, who you can make a good case for being a good artist of 2016. He's a good artist if when he focuses, because I've had a few times where it's, it seems kind of rushed. This mm-hmm. Empress was great. Greg Capullo could have been a choice yep. this year. Because he finished up his Batman. But everybody looks like Bruce Wayne. (laughs) Um, I forget who the artist for Jupiter's Circle was. Albuquerque with Hawk. Torres is amazing. Yeah, Albuquerque Albuquerque. for Hawk. Like you said. Everybody looks like Hawk too. Is Hawk 2 coming up? Is that what you mean? No. (laughs) We're getting an Empress too. They announced that. And Chrononauts was that last year. Oh, jeez. That's coming out. Sean Murphy. You look forward to this guy's work. Chrononauts 2 coming out next year. But Sean Murphy isn't going to be on Coronauts too. How do you know? How that? do you know? I thought we'd seen that. Um, you guys get that image plus. I thought he was in there. They haven't said anything about. No. Oh, it must have been something else I'd seen. You're blowing smoke. The man's excellent. The man's in a renaissance period. I didn't. I didn't used to like. Like I've got his ultimates. It's okay. Um, Civil War is. Pretty, I mean, it's at the peak of of blockbuster comics, but it's not like his work now is very. Unique, very subtle. It's very Mark Miller. Like those yeah. books are on a class of its own. Like yeah. we were talking about before with Empress. That's it before, you know, I haven't read seven. Keep that in mind. But one through six, even though that's my least favorite out of his works, that's still a solid eight or ten goes out. Yeah. And the rest of them are nines or tens. It's good stuff. Well, yeah, for you guys. I know you don't like Hulk. I mean, Hulk. Huck. I like, no, I, 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 liked, like I liked Huck a lot. You don't like how my it ended. Own, my only gripe was that it just ended way too quick. This is yeah. one of those books I thought could have been drug out. Ten well, I think that's when we didn't know. We that's back? how he kind of we we didn't really know his formula no. yet. So it was, it was good. It's just one of those things that Huck figured out how to beat the shit out of everybody and was done with it. So but, he's a pacifist. I know. But Jupiter's Circle is some of his best work. And I'm if, excited to read it. I got, got that it, next. right. Yep, I got. The I trades. think the Jupiter. All together, circle the whole and thing. Jupiter and legacy. I mean, you're right. Yeah, circle it's, doesn't work without legacy. Yeah, but the circle part of it. Oh, circle, circle round two. Amazing. Was amazing. Yes. It was the best. Cool. Like one, gotta, one was a nice intro, but circle two. Holy shit, was so good. I'm excited to read it. <clears throat> Alex, what's your number four? Uh, I believe it is again top was, five writers of 2016. I know, but unlike your still trap, I have your number four. My number four is a is a writer that I I've been going back to get stuff of his, and I, I actually mentioned that he um, he used to be really on time, and he's not. We actually mentioned him just a little bit ago, right? Southern bastards. I'm looking to get scalped eventually. Not myself get scalped, but get the book. <laughs> Jason Aaron, Mighty Thor. Yep. Thoroughly unworthy. Unworthy. Southern Masters. Yep. Dario Egger, Minotaur. No, uh, uh, <laughs> yes, but no. He writes, oh, Goddamned. Goddamned. <laughs> he wrote something else I thought this year. But Jason Aaron is my number four. This is like, you know what? His image books are by far his best. At least from what I know. Now, I've, I've read quite a bit of his stuff, but his uh, God of Thunder, which I realize hasn't come out this year. Was great. Those for that God Bomb and uh, God Butcher, great. Unworthy Thor was a nice, a nice apple to pick. I liked that first I issue. Liked him, yeah, his Mighty Thor has good issues. Has 
poor issues. His Southern Bastards has not had an issue I have not liked. Good stuff. This year, those three issues you talked about, some of the best issues that came out this year. And his Goddamned, you know what? It, it's a, The man takes things that should be less violent, and he makes them so, so violent. He takes... But he makes them real for... I mean, to yeah, me, it's just... Yeah. He makes them go, hey, you know, you hear these fluffy stories. Well, here's the brutal side that you're not being told. And yeah. it's a nice... It, I like his writing a lot, and I'm I want to get it's good. I want to get more of his works. You're right. Oh, no, right. <laughs> I was gonna say you're right. He did something else, but it's the goddamn same person yeah. he did uh, sculpt with. Yep. Did you look it up? What else did he do? <clears throat> Jason Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> At least you got the writer right. What do you uh, got for number four? Four. Four. What was that thing I was supposed to look up? Oh, I looked up Green Arrow. Yep. Okay, we're, we're that was a long time page. ago. Sorry, Marvin got us some. Uh, Seven percenters, uh, watch out, world. Okay, moving on. Um, <laughs> I don't know what the world has going on with it, but watch out for because we're all slurring our words. No, we're I'm all fine. getting off topic. I'm seven. No, 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 no. I'm good. And I've, good? I've been focused. Annual my, number one, two. Oh, it was two. You see my glasses? Oh, you they're, mean one? They're normal. No, this is normal mode for me. Normal <laughs> mode where your glasses aren't where you can't in front of your eyeballs. <laughs> You're right. All right, number four. I have Matt Kent. Ooh, yes. not not one that I expected you to have. Yeah, well. Guys, it would have been so like easy to pass up on Department H. Like I could have breezed right past it. You guys could have loved it. And I would have been like, whatever. I don't care. I'm so glad I picked up that Jeez, book. Alex. And I'm so glad I picked up that book because like it's giving me one of the best whodunit mysteries of all time. I love that we get to talk about it because we're so we don't know who it is. And like I like how we can dissect that as a group. And I, I think like um, him working with his wife and he's you know he was an honorable mention I guess if we're gonna do honorable mentions which is cop no those I are guess. shit remember <laughs> right. that kid was on my list I crossed him out yeah for but, what art or for this he was on both lists right. and I okay. crossed him out but like we all agree like those books we all feel claustrophobic like you can feel kind of the eeriness the darkness especially all. eight yeah. Can I? Okay. What the fuck? Shut about eight until we all read it. Have you read yeah, eight? No, read have it. you? Oh, yeah, I did. I, I was on oh, my sorry. list. Sorry. Thanks for the PA. I would have read it. Well, no, I just I just want to know something. But if you haven't read, I'll ask him after. Yeah, ask him after. But because uh, I haven't read it. Um, <laughs> shit. God, we're gonna go. Why are you gonna be so mean? Let me talk. Let me do my shit. You didn't hear what I said. I don't even got toilet paper. Let me do this. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, he surprised me. I haven't read anything by him before. Uh, this is my first series by him, but. Even me and Marvin are working on a special dot, dot, dot project for the show coming up soon. We're going to read a story by Matt Kent and let you know how we feel about it. And Oh, um, that's good so far. Yeah. I see. I'm not in out because I don't have a library card. <laughs> could be. If only, you were a, if only you were a citizen that could get a free library card. <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> Is it literally like a library card? Yeah. You sign up with a library card. I didn't know that. I used to have one. Couldn't read then. <laughs> Jeez, but yeah, I've been impressed with what he can do, and I did pick up his new Ether book, which I want to read. Um, I haven't read it yet, but we have. Oh it. yeah, yeah, but we yeah, have yeah. It. I got it. I yeah. got it today. You know what the thing is with Matt Kent? I don't know why he's all of a sudden changed my voice, but um, well, he's writing this stuff from Marvel. He's mm-hmm. writing this stuff from Marvel, and I would always start and it'd be like, ah, I don't know. Right. But then um, he wrote something for Vertigo, the quarterly that came out, and I was like, this is pretty great. And so when that's when Department H came out, like no no no. Then I bought my management. And I was like, I'll read this. But you know when I buy, when I buy trades, mm-hmm. it's like over the thing. I'll get to it within five years. But then Department <laughs> yeah, H came out, ten. and I was like, I'll read this first. Yeah, excellent. Yeah, I think 
you know, it's almost can be comparable to watching on TV, but I think it works so much better as a comic. Like, I wouldn't want to see this on TV. Um, I've never had more fun. Like, okay, I love, obviously, me and Marvin and Alex were all, like, really great friends, and we love talking comics, but I think this is one of the best comics that we've been able to share as friends to yeah. talk about and be like, oh, I wonder who the fuck it is. It's like Lost, trying to right. figure the theories. It's like Westworld, trying to figure the theories. Yeah, so... No, that's why he's number four. Um, can't I mean, if he comes up on a new series, I definitely want to check out at least the first issue and see what the direction is. I do. I, I want to. I think Ether's on my list to read yeah. Monday because I'm trying to get through a whole shit ton of books, mm-hmm. and I want to know if books are worth keeping so far. Not a single book other than New Superman was worth dropping. I know, which is so <laughs> hard right now. Marvin, what's your? Uh, what are you at number four? Oh, your number four. My number four. Okay. Is a man who, you know what? Who is your number five? Mark Miller. Oh, that's right. Okay. Sorry, uh, guys. We're all drunk. Sorry. Yeah. I, I, well, <laughs> I'm thrown off because I went first. <laughs> Number four <laughs> is a man you probably thought would be higher in this list. Jonathan Hickman. Edward Baker. Oh, really? I like how you like his artist Wait, more than I, you like him. Let, yeah. me, let me ask. Is it because it's him singular without the artist? Is that why he would be four? Comparably? No, it's because I think the three top th- my top three writers are stronger than my top three okay. artists. Ed Brubaker, like I said, Killer Be Killed, Fade Out, those Criminal One issues. This is a man who knows how to write a simple, effective story. I mean, outside of comics, he did West. He's supervising producer on Westworld, and he wrote an. I need to start watching that. Very simple but effective, powerful. Criminal. He makes you the criminal books are you know, think of the title. It's all from the perspective of of a criminal. It makes you feel for these people who are fucking horrible. They're all they're all from a perspective of uh, yeah, they're all bad yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah. But it makes you feel not necessarily bad. They don't see themselves necessarily as bad guys. Oh no, bad people see themselves as the heroes of their own stories. Thanks, Doctor Doom. <laughs> and so these guys, I mean, he, it's not nice people. He doesn't mm-hmm. make stories about nice people. <laughs> Kill or be killed is not. Dylan's not a nice guy. Even take away the thing that take away that he thinks that a demon is telling him to kill people. He is a, he's trying to break up. His roommate and that girl. I don't think he. I don't think he started it. She started it. She kept kissing him. That's. But I mean, and if, then he didn't if stop. If he it, was a nice yeah. guy, he would ignore that. Hey, all. his dick was there. <laughs> she <laughs> wanted it. Do? Like, sorry, no. I mean, nah. don't take uh, advice from Garrett. <laughs> My takes, dick was there. He, well, let's say this: he takes very broken she people. Fell. She needs something to grab on. He takes you very broken people and shows and tries to show you how they try to redeem themselves. Oh, that's true. In criminal, they're very broken. They're very run down. You get somebody who shows up in criminal a lot. Spoilers: lawless and a guy that is no fault to him. Grew up in a shitty childhood, came became a criminal and and is now like trying to do the best that he can but still like that's who he is yep. and that's what these stories are and that's i mean if you think about it i mean well i don't know what i'm saying oh the very complicated characters but like he takes these people that you can relate with even though they're not the best people in the world yeah mm-hmm. and i think that's a very great asset as a writer to take somebody who you, you wouldn't if you take down like the core who they are like the criminal person Dylan, like, um, what was he before he saw the, the demon? He was just a very depressed guy, yeah. right? I like mean, these basically pe- a loner Peter Parker. But I mean, like these people that like are very down in their luck and like makes you feel for them, but also like you see them and be like, even like the lawless, and you're like, 
That's me. Like I would do that too if I was in his situation. Mm-hmm. And that's a very effective as a writer to be to make you relate to somebody who is not like you at all. Mm-hmm. And I think he's very great at that. And very simple. Like I said, simple, powerful stories. Yeah. Ed Baker is the king of that. If you go back to something out in 2016, like Gotham Central, taking people oh, in this yeah. fucking world mm-hmm. that is that's good crazy sense. to live in Gotham and to take them and be like, how would you react to that? And they're also very broke. I mean, Gotham is a city filled with crime, city filled with not nice cops, criminal, co- uh, corrupt cops. Corrupt cops, yeah. And to take them and be like, well, how would they be like? How are they, how are they human? And that's, mm-hmm. he's great at doing that. And so has, is Rucker, though. I mean, no, no fault to Rucker. Like, no. he was on your list, right? No, he's on my top five. Number five. <laughs> but I mean, they learn a lot from each other. And so now, like, Brubaker's a guy. I don't care what he writes. I'm on it. Yeah, I didn't even mention Velvet. Well, I think. Well, I think most of these bo- most of these writers on these lists, if they're on a book, we're going to get it. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, like Brubaker, like that's. I mean, he's number four still, but if you see the top three, I think they did excellent work this year. But Brubaker's a guy that that's my wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. I think for me, Brubaker is one of those with Phillips, which is pretty exclusive to only working with Phillips and Brightweiser. Oh, you're Steve Epstein on Velvet. Oh, I guess I got that book. And I did. He Brubaker was doing. Didn't he do the Punisher? Which one? The most recent one. No, it was someone else. No, no. it was uh, oh, Nathan shit. Edmondson. There you go, Edmondson with uh, Phil Noto. That's right. All right, Al. What's your number three? three? My number three. I actually this is one of those guys that went. I went back and I got books. I got Strange Girl. I got Fear Agent. Also, I could read some more Rick, early Rick Remender. You know, Rick Remender's one of those guys that I, he, kind of like Mark Miller, has the pick of whoever he wants to work with. Working with Craig, working with... Um, Wes Craig, Mateo Scalera. Scalera. Working with Science. Sean Murphy on Tokyo Ghost. Tokyo Ghost. What's the more, what's, um, Jerome... Opinia. Opinia. for Seven to Eternity. Oh, yeah? Oh, my God. I mean, one, this man, he is so methodical. He already has um, at least the first arc, if not the first two arcs, at least already plotted out and planned out on how he wants it done. This is a guy that no matter what he writes, I will end up picking it up. I even made the mistake of getting uh, all new Captain America and Uncanny Avengers, (laughs) thinking this man was going to write perfect. Not a fan of his Marvel writings. But I think that's editorial that he was first asked to do. That's what I was going to say, because mm-hmm. if you go back and read his original Uncanny Avengers, if you read, well, even that, but even like Uncanny X-Force. Oh, yeah. Where you did the one with yeah Wolverine and Wolverine, Deadpool, Deadpool and uh, Archangel. It's but those are things that Marvel's not like uh, paying attention to, I would say, like they're just side characters. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like a main book. So you can do more with this stuff. It just seems like those books you're talking about, those were more like these are the staples. Eyes were on, and they're like, we want it this way. Yeah. yeah, when he can do his own thing, he's great. Great. I agree. What's your number three, Garrett? My number three is James Tinian the Fourth. Um, so let's go back to New Fifty Two a little bit just to kind of get an idea of where I uh, liked uh, started liking James Tinian the Fourth. Is when he started doing detective comics on his own. Didn't he always? No, because it started with Tony Daniels, I think. Yep, Daniels did the first detective. Right. Then but, eventually went to um, Bucciolato. Or was it was it Bucciolato or Bucciolato? No, they were after him. 
Francis Manipal, Brian Bucciolano, yeah. Tinian Ford did Emperor Penguin. That was Post, yeah. Did he? Yeah. Oh. He did the Emperor Penguin arc, yeah. which I actually really liked. Like, it was awesome. That's because Emperor Penguin was way cooler than the actual And Fabak was doing the art, but still. Um, I think, though, like, starting with Rebirth and Detective Comics, like, I think he's impressed a lot of people. He's done things that you wouldn't expect. Like, you thought his potential was capped out before Rebirth happened. And he just wrote this awesome Detective Comics story, and it's like, hey, you have potential to be a great writer, and now we know it. Um, and I th- I've been enjoying... Does he write anything else? I think it's just Detective Comics. Right now? Yeah. Yeah. But he wrote before that, didn't he write Batman and Robin Eternal? And Batman Yeah, and he Eternal? helped with that. Yeah. He helped with, He was a big writer on the Batman team. I think he's done some Constantine. He did that Batman Turtles. Didn't he do Constantine? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah with uh, some, something Doyle. Patrick Doyle. Yep. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that... Uh, if I putting him as one of the best writers because I think he's impressed me one of the most um, for his writing style. Like Detective Comics, I was like, eh, well, this will be okay to read after reading Batman every other week. You know, like sure, something to keep my Batman uh, with rebirth interest up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I thought and, too. But now, now that I look more forward to Detective than I ever do Batman. I agree with that. Nope, it's funner. That's not a word. More, more fun. fun. <laughs> But I, I and genius bringing Clayface into the team. Like you think you thought, good. like what the fuck? Why is there a villain on this team? Great decision. I would agree. There, there are points to Tinian that I really enjoyed with Detective. I still look forward more to Batman, mm. but I think I'm slightly a little more biased. Sure. What's Marvin? What's your Detective? I think is more fun. Going? Yeah. It it takes. But I know what you mean. It's more of a team Batman's book. It's more of the you. You get the whole. It's like Batman House. <laughs> Versus Batman Street. Okay. What? Marvin. More than me. My number three. I bet you anything you guys are going to be blown away by this. I'm sure. Because you probably think this should be number one, but it's not. Number three, Tom King. No, I knew that no, was going to be number one. not surprised at all. He's not that. Why are you guys so surprised? Because <laughs> we probably know who your number one is for sure now, 100%. Pretty sure I mentioned him. it already. Don't say it again. Maybe uh, forget. Tom King with the vision. I mean, the reason why he's the one number three is because I, I haven't read Sheriff of Babylon. I've read Omega Men. I haven't read um, other stuff he's done besides. Oh, no, no, no. He did a story for that Vertigo quarterly. A long time ago, yeah. Good stuff. I don't think that was this year, though. Well, then I want to add in Tom King is my number two. Okay. Since I'm right next. I'm right so, after you. But for Vision, those 11 issues of Vision are well, the most. I mean, by like the 11 that came out this year. Number one came out last year. Whatever. <laughs> I wish I read that before I read Batman because the way you guys talk about Vision makes me so pumped to read it. Batman, I've been very nah, on hit the or edge. miss. Just depends yeah, on the issue, right? I I would. So now I I have read all the books that Marvin just mentioned, other than the quarterly whatever it was. I've read the Shepherd Babylon, which was really good. Uh, I've read Omega Man, which was was good. It was the Guardians of the Galaxy for DC. Tiger's number one. <laughs> <clears throat> I'm going to read those. I'm going to get them and read them. But I mean, for me, like Vision, for him writing that Vision story. And no one writing, else could have, read as, could have written Vision as well. No, perfect. Those issues that came out this year are some of the best issues that came out in this year. And even that last issue, my number one. We talked about before, still my number one. Really? So I cannot put this guy on the list if you wrote my number one issue. Mm-hmm. Um, the Batman stuff, yeah, it's good. I like the first arc the best so far. I've liked the art better, the second arc, 
but the story written wise way better than the first arc number six number one still sorry yeah yeah story um <clears throat> sorry i mean it's a guy that um what were we talking about the guy that gave the benefit of the, i don't know like tom king writes something on there pretty much good stuff i mean he takes very vision took a character that i could give two shits about not even zero <laughs> I would take a shit on vision. It's a guy that when I when I even I even said when we we're reviewing issue twelve. That's a guy when they're like, oh, vision books coming out, and it just came, it was coming out right after Avengers number two, Age of Ultron, and I was like, I don't care. It's going to be like a the, wait, wait, what Avengers two Age of Ultron. Vision came out after Age of Ultron. Yeah, like right after Age of Ultron. Yeah, it was like so. Then there were more than one issue came out last year. I don't mean like the month afterwards. I mean, it came out like you could tell that they were like, let's get a vision book out. Well, look it up. Pretend vision, vision number one came out. God, you guys give me a lot of work to do this. this well, my phone's already had your phone out. You might as well check. <laughs> I was going to say, you're on your phone. <laughs> my phone's dead, so you look up yours. I vision know. number I mean, it, but it came out the heels of Avenger number two, Age of Ultron. So, I mean, in my mind, I was like, oh, they're going to bank off of that success and make a book based on that guy. Yeah. And I, I mean, he's good in that movie, but I'm just not, I'm not going to read a book about that guy. No. Vision's so he, one of those characters I've never liked, but. He serious. was a guy that was like cyborg. That was like, he's part of a team, but I'm not going to read his own book. Yeah. And Vision number one came out. I didn't get it right away. And I heard people being like, this is like some the best first issue of the whole year. And I was like, well. Well, friend of the show, David, sold me on it. He goes, oh, you should read this. This is good. All right, I'll give it a try. And so I went back and got it. Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take a character that, like we talked about before, take a character and very humanize them to be this robot that wants to be human, wants to feel like they belong. And you take them and show them. I mean, he <laughs> <laughs> he goes through. I mean, he goes through the process of yeah. trying to learn to what it means to be human. And you, in a way, Tom King writes the ultimate human story about sacrifice. It writes it about family. Right, said about love. About a robot. About a robot. Who wants to be human. And then you get the cre- the creepy ending where he's bringing back his wife. Hey, yo. You, but that's a very human thing to want what is past, yeah. what's gone. It's Tom so. King, number three, but like I, I said. I will say I read Vision number one. Oh, you did? Didn't really hook me. I didn't oh, know I read it a long that. time ago. Oh, I was And then when recently. you guys started like drooling over it, I was like, holy shit, maybe I got to read Bonerific right here. But yeah, one, I don't know. When did it come out? Did you check? You check? Huh? It was 2015. We yeah, talked about that month, last time. Yeah, but what month? God. Jeez, you guys. <laughs> the specific you know, information you know we're the, asking for. The, what else is, has Tom King written anything else, or is this have, have I gotten most of what he's written? This year? No, I mean in general. If we told you something stuff? that you didn't have, would you go back and get it? You know I would. Grayson. I got all the Grayson. I went back after you the, guys liked Grayson. The first thing he wrote for... Was that one... Was the vertical the thing. black the black book yeah in the black one the quarterly <clears throat> issue one was published November fourth twenty fifteen so not right November fourth Age of Ultron twenty fifteen well, shut up Age of Ultron now well. your 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 usefulness is done. do you guys want me to check when Age of Ultron came out do it you know it's in May oh yeah it's May yeah what year twenty fifteen um yeah he wrote the quarterly first I read an interview by. So <laughs> he wrote the quarterly first because DC was like, "Hey, do this," and then they were like, "Hey, you want? We want you to try to route out Grayson." And then he went. With, he worked with Tom Seeley because they didn't trust him on a book by his own. Yep. So him and Tim, Tim Seeley wrote what is 
I mean, the first part, at least. The strong. Agree, Ooh, it's gosh, that's one so of the best fucking good. First 13 of New 52. Ball. Came out May of 2015, Age of Ultron. Boom. Not right away. Not not coattails, asshole. Maybe by the time the DVD came out, though. I suppose. Well, I guess that'd be more around Christmas time. So you get you get like one of the best New 52 series is um, Grayson. Okay. First Tom Seeley, Tom King, and then Tom off of that goes in those Tim Seeley. Did you say Tim or did you say Tom? Tom King and Tim Seeley. Jesus, you guys. He said Tim. Okay. Goes off and does Vision. I think this episode should be called Dyslexic. <laughs> does Vision, does Omega Man at the same time, while he's also doing his own series, Sheriff of Avalon. That's right. Finished, so, to be fair, I already have all those books. Finishes Omega Man, finishes Vision, and, and Justice Vision, Sheriff of Babylon, right? Did he just finish? Yeah. Issue 12 is done for the first year. And I was year. doing Batman. So and that, he's doing, that's going to be year two of. That's the only thing he's ever, he's ever done. <laughs> you, know what, you know what the thing is, is that. Um, Don't do that. <laughs> I was reading an interview. You're an idiot. <laughs> I was reading an interview with Tom King, and he said that. So he, he looks was, so stupid. So he was in the CIA, you know? CIA. CIA. <laughs> and he wanted to write comics. And so he read a bunch of books about comic writing. He read Alan Moore's book. He read that book over back there. What's it called? Um, by, How to Write Comics by Denny O'Neill. Denny O'Neill. <laughs> he. Uh, read um 1973 i mean and then he was like let me try and the first thing he pitched was and vertigo got interested from that quarterly thing and then he's in i mean he's very new writer. i get all those books garrett what's your number two yeah which, no no he's sure you guys want to like cry it out talk yeah, about uh Tom. oh yeah yeah two what's yours <laughs> my number two is jeff lemire Ooh, yeah. honorable honorable mention for me uh, for marvin too Really? Yeah. How my much other, we freaking my love other that two, guy. My other I'm two, or my other one is one I still like more. Well, yeah, I think that he's done a lot of like all. I get almost every single book that he writes currently. Um, if besides if there was like something weird that I didn't get before, he's been so good lately. Well, you you get Thanos, you got Old Man Logan, you get mm-hmm. Moon Knight, oh, yeah, Thanos, Black Hammer. Yep. I think that's all the current ones. Yeah, I get them all. And I mean, uh, Descender. When he did his run on Green Arrow, which saved it from She Who Must Not Be Named. Man, Osenda, you suck. Okay. Um, sorry, I had to say it because she sucks. He Who um, Shall Not Be Named. Voldemort. Okay. Well, shit. Um, he saved that character for me. Like I, It was like I was like ready to be done with Green Arrow, and I love Green Arrow as a character. Um. So, yeah, I thought he did great with that. And then jumping on Old Man Logan made me a huge Wolverine fan. Like, I was always a Wolverine fan, but, like, he was telling a story that, honestly, and I'm going to get a lot of shit for this, I think is better than the actual original. Shut um, your face. Uh, what's it called? Fucking. The miniseries. Right. Mark Old Miller? Man Logan, yeah. Like, I thought that one was okay, but I didn't feel, like, the emotion and the drive as much as I did in Jeff Lemire's run, which is still going, but... As of issue 14, it's done. But if he comes back and writes a better story, what's still going on? Uh, never mind. Never mind. It's gonna yeah, be mean. That's my number two. Um, I will probably always get at least the first issue. Wasn't always a big fan of his art. Looks like he's improved it for that AD book, but we'll see. I still want to get Sweet good. Tooth. Sweet Tooth? Yeah. I think eventually I want to buy the, the series as issues, of course. His art in AD is really good. Good. Yeah, it looks a lot more refined than I've seen before. Did you read AD yet? I'm all three-fourths through it. I'm not going to read it until all three came out. He told me that. <laughs> so you guys can talk about it if you want. I haven't read it yet. 
I just I told Marvin I, that's what you said that you're going to wait till you read all three. I'd rather just read all three back to back to back. You know why Jeff Lemire's not on my list? Why? To be frank, is that I don't, read, I don't read Old Man Logan. I am behind a Descender. So I like forgot about Descender. Just, I even said it out loud. Uh, it's the only thing I read by him is Black Hammer right now, which Moon is Knight. great. Mm-hmm. Moon Knights. <laughs> and Thanos, you dipshit. Not Thanos is one issue. But you get it, don't you? You know, you want to move my list of firmware about Moon Knight. That's pretty great. You know, I'm going to do what Marvin does. I'm going to pull my fucking thing up. <laughs> can Mine's never come out. And then you're going to point the mic at him when it's his turn to talk. <laughs> my number two is going to surprise everybody in this room, just like my number three did. Because you're number one? Two. He's on number two. Oh. Yeah, see, it's weird when I have to start. I Alex, know. guess what my number two is? Rick Remender? Nope. Hickman. Hickman. Jonathan Hickman. Really? Black Monday Murders. Who's number one then? The end of... Because that's my number one is Jonathan Hickman. Really? Yeah. The end of Secret Wars was then beginning of this year, and then he went off to do... Then he took a sabbatical. I'm no still more, doing East to West. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. No okay. more superhero stuff. So he did East to West, Black Monday Murders. It's got Frontier coming out. Frontier's coming out, but those two books alone, East to West, Black Monday Murders, are some of the best series of the year. Mm-hmm. I just read number four, Black Monday Murders. Fucking amazing. Really? Good. I haven't read it yet. It's on my list to do. But Ten. That is one of those, his, the way he writes is just so fucking That's good. a book. Like, so world building. That's a book, what, 50, 60 pages? That's a book that should feel long, and it does not every issue. By the way, listeners, I want you to know that we ask every time we talk about Black Monday Murders, how many pages it is. Well, I'm pretty sure it's the last one's 50. 50. The last yeah. one's 50, probably even. I think one before that was six. I don't, th- I don't think it's consistent. Doesn't matter. When you get to the end of the book, you're like, but it's long. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I know. It's so nice. Just just think how long that final issue is going to be. It's going to be a novel. It doesn't feel long. Like, that's a book that you can read and be like, and be like, where's more? Anymore. And it has a table of contents. So, like, I never, like, I always remember the story. So, if I'm like, because it is a longer book, if I'm like, oh, I got to pause right now and then move on to the next thing. When I come back, I'm just like, oh, just take off from where I left off. But even East to West just finished his second year. Oh, Jesus. Fucking um, so good. I love that is I love that book. You know what I saw? The first year, you can get the whole first year in a hardcover. It, and I saw it that. looks beautiful. Nick DeGrado, is that his name? Yep. Was on my list for best artists across the mount because I mean that's the one book he does. But his work in that book is excellent. But Jonathan Hickman's plotting of that book, like the to set something up, those um horsemen of the apocalypse. Last issue of the first year, they go underground. Yep. The patience, the the um, the payoff for me at the end of year two to be such a great writer to be like great. I'm not going to bring him up for a whole doesn't even talk year. about him doesn't even yeah nobody even so to have something like that sit and settle for a whole year of issues. I mean, it, it, was, it wasn't 12, right? It was I more than 12. I didn't let it settle. It pissed me <laughs> off. I wanted my characters back. I know you were looking for them. But like that's what I mean. Like He's like, no, let's build the rest of the stuff. And then, boom, they're back. And now you're like, that world is fucked because they're fighting with each other. Yep. Now they have to deal with horsemen that are coming back. And Death found his son. So like, where are we going with year three? And Shit's going to hit the fan, I hope. The elements of his story like that are so explosive and so well thought out. That when you get to that moment when they come back, you're like, it's the payoff. Like we talked about a long time with Jonathan Hickman. The payoff is so sweet because you've been building towards it. It's not something that just appears out of nowhere. We've been waiting for these guys for a whole year of that comic. 
they show up and it, how sweet was that issue when you saw them pop out of the ground and it wasn't you know even, how you know how sweet that was and even in that issue they don't show up at the beginning he waits till like they burst boom, back out of the end of year two at the end. next page they bust out it's not even like it's like an after credit scene. It's like a tease for yeah. the next year. It's one of those things that the first issue you there's this whole big thing with them in it, and they are torturing this guy. Actually, they made the, the blue one. I think makes the it's joke. It's funny too, and I love I love how they talk because they know they're dicks. Yeah, and they don't care. And when they go away for that year, it's like okay, well, I'm kind of I'm I'm sad because they're good characters. Because they're good characters, and they're char- there is This is I mean, this is how Marvin sold me to get this book. Is that the horsemen were in it. I was like, okay, I'll get it. So then I had to go the last year without having these fuckers in it. They finally show up, and I'm like, oh my gosh, where have you been all my life? Right. I read think, those first two trades. I love that story. But you even think about the, like those houses in that story. They're all like unique. Yeah. I like that Colonel guy the most. Who was that guy that you like? The Texas Ranger? Yeah, I like the Texas Ranger with the sniper who's a dog. Dead now, but. Is he dead? I thought he died. No. No, he's still alive. Oh, no. Did we see him? He was fighting off those guys. No, that's the that's Solomon who's fighting all yeah, those yeah, guys. Yeah, you're right. But I, like, oh god, I love this series. And then you have the uh, what do they call them? I like the native, the native the nation. nation, the nation, and like the even like the the crow guy. Turned, I mean, the lady turns into crows. He turns the into turns a, the wolves. The wolves. It's fucking it's, everything about that's like sci-fi western book. God, so fucking good. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Sci-fi western book, and then they, you go to the other side. He's writing a supernatural crime book. What versatile writer that he can take both things. Oh, I, weirdly enough, I forgot what book that was. <laughs> Black Money Burgers. <laughs> take two things that are like so, like you, he would have to plot out both those things so far out. So much work would go into that. Even like the language that that, that lady speaks in Black Money Murders. This man knows how to make the world. That's what I mean. Like when he writes something, he has a tome and he's not going to get excited about it and be like, oh, I'm going to. Show my cards right away. He holds his cards, unlike front of the show, Corey. Um, Holds his cards. And when it's the the moment, boom. And then the payoff from it, excellent. Greatest rich. On the Jonathan Hickman mark, I I want to actually go back and get the Avengers. I know they're coming out with that big collection. That Avengers New Avengers is the best thing that Marvel has done. Then is one of those things. The last five years, I I look and look and look to find it, and that's I plan on buying that so that I can read them all, the way they're meant to be read. Yeah, yeah. All right, number one, Al. Mine's Jonathan. That was his. Oh, that was. I'm trying to. I didn't even hear that. He's 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 saying all the things I'm thinking. (laughs) Oh, I'm just adding in the fun stuff. What's your number one? My number one is it was Alex's number three, Rick Remender. Really, really, that surprises. That's your number one. That's my number one. Yeah, Rick Remender. Perfect. I mean, Tokyo Ghost. You Shit. guys can sell, go fuck yourself. That's been okay. That's the plan. <laughs> we got we got future segments coming up. You'll be hearing about Tokyo Ghost again. Like I wasn't expecting anything out of this series, um, but like I started reading issue one, issue two, then issue three. Fucking melted my heart. Like it was like fuck. This is a good story. Gosh, I'm still cold inside. And I actually loved. I loved his Captain America run, which is obviously before yeah, 2016. Um, I think that Let's get to a point. Yeah, I like where Mark Miller when they left Dimension Z, it stopped being good. Yeah, whatever, wherever where Mark Miller kind of he does his short arcs. Um, <laughs> I like how Rick Remender will take an ex- some extra time to really plan out. Like he, he's doing single stories, single volume or two volume. I see that. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. I see that too. Rick Remender. I mean. 
you took a Ghost Recommender and Captain America. You're right. We really do just cut you off during your stuff, don't <laughs> no, we? No, no, go ahead. Every time. <laughs> I, I know Every when he talks, time. all I do is look at him. When you talk, all I want to do is do it. No, I didn't, mean, I didn't mean for you to comment this. I was going to show you. Do you have more? Of course you knew I was going to comment. I don't know. Well, here's, the thing, here's the thing, though. That's the thing about Recommender. He's so good at what he does. Tokyo Ghost, mm-hmm. excellent. Yeah. Captain I just hung up my... Uh, Image of that Dustin Wynn variant oh, cover dude, of fucking, 10. That cover's one of the best. I got finally got a, a frame for it, and I just hung it up on my wall. I'm just like, I'm going to stare but at that all the time. Even think about the, the series you don't write. Black, Black Science, Deadly Class are no, two I, of the best I was, series. I was gonna say, for me, I, I liked mm-hmm. Tokyo Ghost great, mm-hmm. but Deadly Class still gets my pick. Yeah, I, I wish Excellent. that I jumped on like all these Rick Remender books when you guys did. Have you started year two? Deadly Class? I've started it, but I haven't gotten far into it. You know the thing with year two is... Can I say? I don't care. It's good words. God, I don't want to say it. I can barely read it. Mm. No, here's the thing. You get it's a intru- different. I know it's a different. Let me just say this. You get introduced to a new set of well, characters. Fuck you. I want to say stuff too. <laughs> and, you know, like imagine watching a show and you're like, season two is brand new characters. It's not it's the same story, but it's brand new characters. And in your head, Alex style, you're like, Right. You know, fuck these new guys. We're, I, I want my old them. guys. But to take in three fucking issues, new characters, and for me to be like, I'm on board with these guys. Really? Yeah. I heard the pick of the week last week was Deadly Class 24. It's, I mean, it's pretty great. Really? Have you finished it? Yeah, it's over okay. there. Um, well, that doesn't mean anything. It's <laughs> over there. <laughs> but even like Black Science. Think about Black Science. A series that started off with like this, what do they call it? The thing? Toman? The Pillar? Pillar. They take a pillar. Tell me more, Garrett. I don't care about what he's saying anymore. <laughs> they take a pillar that can transport them between dimensions. And that was the original story. It was like, oh, it's broken. And, and then look where we are now. I don't know where we are now. <laughs> I've owned, owned volume one of that for about two years. And I haven't read it yet. Dude. <laughs> okay. That is one of those books. Okay. Mateo Sclera. Deadly Class. Great. With Wes Craig and Black Science. Those two would be my favorite. And then it'd be Tokyo Ghost. For a Rick Remender book. Seven yeah, to Eternity. You want to read them. Seven to Eternity. I haven't read enough to it. One and two. Great. Three. Eh. Other than Drawbridge. Because he's the best. Right. If you're not reading. And this. I'm not. Not mean. It's not like a dick. If you're not reading Black Science. And you're not reading Deadly Class. You're missing out on amazing Rick Remender. And let's face it Marvin. Some of the best art. Well, yeah, Wes Kraken. Thankfully I'm on Seven to Eternity. Because I'm not going to be like Alex. And go get 24 issues of a book. And cost. Five hundred dollars to catch up. What book I'll just did do you trades. What? What book did you get twenty four issues of? No, he's talking. That's about like every comic series that oh. Alex has wanted to go back and get. No, but it, well, to be fair, Strange Girl was eighteen issues. I got that, and it was weird. I haven't finished it yet. It's strange. And Fury Agent was thirty two. I think I haven't read it yet. You know, I was there's but a, the twenty four. He's saying would be Deadly Class. There is an interview with Rick Remender. I've sent to you guys where he talks about it's. This is the headline of the article. <clears throat> the headline of the article is um, the man that creates worlds without leaving his own house. Is it a recommender that he's like so busy, doesn't like leaving his own house, but yet builds these worlds that are like so, what we, what, what we talk about all the time. They feel lived in. They feel real. Deadly class. Like everything feels real. There, All the characters feel real. You get the black science and you get to this world the story where anything can happen because of the concept of the story and everywhere they go like that's a new world and it feels like a new it doesn't feel like a rehash of the last world and you get 
Tokyo Ghost, which is like that story, like you know, like that whole world feels like like that's a world that we're like jumping into. It doesn't feel like something that's been, that was created for like that issue one. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. It wasn't like that. Like we get to the issue one, he's still trying to figure it out. No, he knows what that world mm-hmm. is already, and we're like meeting these characters within their lives. Right. And you get this writer that like is so sure of these worlds and you know it might help also that he writes like you said 12 issues ahead of time and so he knows like where he, he has to know where he's going if he's gonna bring that much that many issues before the first one ever hits right it's that you get this guy that not only like the Jonathan Hickman can plan stuff out but constantly I think he's the Jonathan Hickman but he doesn't take 30 issues to tell you something he might right. take 12 15 in every issue though like the class, the action in the class, quick, fun. Tokyo Ghost too. Like, well, that. Well, I mean, that was a mini, so that's yeah. kind of a story. But same thing, right? But that, it's probably the one of the best love sci-fi action stories I've ever read in comics. Very I personal agree. too. I agree. Yeah. He's a very personal writer. Like that. Tokyo Ghost feels a lot like he gave a lot of himself, being like this. This is how relationships are. That class is like that's how he grew up. That's his childhood. You get black science, which might be like the other side of relationships when shit doesn't work out and you get somebody who's estranged from his wife and is so focused on his work. Like he lives and dies on that work and how does it affect his life? So you get these very personal stories from this writer and you know, he puts himself on those pages and that's why he's my number one. I agree. And from now on, any number one, I'm on it. I wish, I mean, I'll just read trades on the stuff I've missed, but anything new coming out, I'm definitely jumping I think on. both those things, speaking of Hoopla, which we talked about, right. during, we're playing Archer. <laughs> Wink. Um, I think they're all on Hoopla, Black mm-hmm. Science and Daily Class. Yeah. But, I mean, what was I going to say? I don't know. Oh, did, that's, like, that's you know, when you said that his Marvel stuff was okay, that Captain America was good, right. but eventually, you know, it turned into shit. I think the best thing for the for Rick Remender, the best decision that he made was like, I'm not writing that stuff anymore. I'm going to write my own stuff. Right. Because yeah, he knew he can't tell the stories the way he wants to be right. with those companies and he'll make right. his own thing. That's the best decision he ever made. Mm-hmm. Same thing with Hickman. Like, he's been on a fucking roll since he left Marvel. I mean, I know he loves that kind of stuff too, Hickman. I, Rick Remender, I don't know. Well, he left Marvel with a bang. I mean, yeah, he, see, to be he, fair, Hickman. That's what I mean. The, he dropped the mic and he was like, I'm out. I mean, yeah. he, he got in going, fuck this. I'm just going to blow this out of the water and be done. But Rick Remender, you could tell at the end of that Captain Rick run, he was like, he's phoning. Getting it frustrated out. and he was like, no, nah, I'm done. I mean, yeah. I'm done with this stuff. Yeah. And now, like, the stuff he's put out since then. Fantastic. Fantastic. Would you even say phenomenal? Top five writers of 2016. What was your number one? Hickman? Hickman. Recommender, recommender. Mm-hmm. Number two, Hickman. Tom King. Tom King. Uh, Jeff Lemire. Jeff Lemire. You know, Jeff Lemire is, if I remember New Night, Moon Knight, he probably would have been on this list. Uh, let's see. Who else is on this list? I don't think you would have dropped. I think nah, you would have been these, honorable I mean, mention. Should, but I mean, what a year for 2016 <clears throat> that, for me, it was very hard to pick five of each. Yeah. Great teams. Books are getting better constantly. It's like me and Alex were saying, um, it's so hard to drop books because there's so much great quality coming out as opposed to maybe five years ago when you'd have a couple of diamonds in the rough. Now it's just like almost everything is getting to a new standard where it's just good. Well, and, and you and I talk, I, at least I talk about a lot, that I want to drop books and it's, it's hard for me to do. And a part of it is that I am afraid to miss out on stuff. But two, I don't, I don't just pick up shit. I mean, I say it a lot, I know. 
But I actually, I do pick up a lot of good books, and a lot of books I actually look forward to reading now. You know what I think it is, is that uh, minus all the superhero stuff, but like the creator-owned stuff, mm-hmm. not even just image, like Boom and all those people that are doing creator stuff, uh, Black Mask with like four kids walking to a bank. Which we haven't seen number three yet. <laughs> I don't know where she three is. But like those books, like you're saying, like they're hard to drop because the quality so high. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because like a book, like Black Science come out and everybody sees it and a writer's like, okay, I got to step up my game if I'm, my book's going to make any kind of impact on the market right now. Because with those books, they are putting themselves out there and, and <laughs> making risks being like, I got to put out a book and you just can't half-ass it. You got to yeah. put yourself out there 100%. Well, like, okay, like Vision has done for you. It has opened you up to different thoughts, different feelings. These writers now, are, it's not just about superheroes. It's not about, you know, unattainable stories. It's about, hey, this is real parts of me being put into this book. These are real feelings I had or that I'm trying to share and trying to express to you. Very personal, yeah. That I want you to feel how I feel. I mean, uh, admittedly, Vision 12 didn't have the same feeling or effect on me as it did on my You're right, though. They're very personal. Like Tom King, Sheriff Babylon, that's his mm-hmm. life. Um, Mark Miller, with his books, he said in an interview, he stopped doing his violent books like Kick-Ass. And even this, this I mean, Jupiter's Legacy is still kind of violent, but, you know, it Kick-Ass away, was... They have to admit he's dialed it down a lot. Yeah, since, Kick-Ass was like violent for violent's sake. Like, that was like over the top. I was thinking issue three of Jupiter's Legacy, volume one. He said that... Really he, violent. He had a kid and he realized he's like that. He's not into that anymore. He's like more telling stories about like what humans can overcome, what people, what people can overcome. Mm-hmm. And so like you said, like all these stories that he's putting out personal. And like, even though there'll be a story about a man helping this family escape, uh, this tyrant in a galaxy, which might, might not seem like a personal story. There's personal moments in that. That's Mark Miller. Mm-hmm. When you get reborn, somebody that is afraid of death. And finally, when they wake up, they realize that they're a hero in this new world. That's Mark Miller. But as the book goes, it and as a writer, it doesn't necessarily have to be, if you point that thing at me, I'm going to strangle you with it. It doesn't have to be, okay, Mark Miller went through this, but he knows someone who has. No, but, yeah, but, but, but he's mean, sharing. But there are even fears and thoughts and stuff like that, like the fear yeah. of dying and what's on and beyond. And like, let's, you know, instead of being afraid of dying and realize, and embrace let's, it. let's embrace it and see what could happen beyond. Mm-hmm. And let's make that a story. I have to admit, when we do this show, I leave just wanting to go recomp. I know. Good, good writers, good hey, artists. Twenty sixteen is one of the best years for comics. All agreed. Since I've been in the game. Yep, I sure. And you know, I'm every day. We talk about this every day. Um, every day, normal superhero stories don't really do it for me anymore. It's more like, give me that person. I mean, they'll be fun. Yeah, like Detective yeah. Comics is fun. But but there are actually some con- or some superhero ones that I actually almost I super super really enjoy. Moon Knight. It's not just about the super shit. That's the thing, too. Black Widow. It's not about just the super shit. It's actually about the character. how these characters are evolving. How it's not about, oh, secret agent stuff. And it's not about whatever Moon Knight used to do. Because I don't know. It's, you know, even but it's like, about these characters and about development and about letting your characters evolve with your readers. Yeah, I think the only frustrating part about the superhero thing is, is that when that person's done, the character goes back to how. Yeah, it, it goes back to the default. So you never get any progress. You never get it, mm-hmm. that satisfaction of being like, we came from this, and now we're at this. Mm-hmm. But that's the nice thing that, as well, is that, uh, okay, Snyder's Batman is 100% different than Tom King's Batman. Yes. 
they get to tell their story. At least these guys get to tell their story how they want it to be, how this Batman is. It's the same Batman, yes, but it's in its own continuity. So you never have to worry. I mean, yes, it'd be nice that they yeah, went over right. a little I mean, bit, but it's this is Scott Snyder's. That's Batman. the way you got to read mm-hmm. superhero comics is being like, not think about the continuity, and be like, this is this story, and then when this is done, it's gonna obviously yeah. the character's gonna revert back, but let's not think about it. You got to take of it as one storyline. Mm-hmm. Think about it just like this is a Batman story. Yep. Wednesday comic six oh five at gmail.com. Send us your top five writers, artists of twenty sixteen. What was your number one? Jeff Lemire, you think? Um Matt Kent. Jonathan, Jonathan Hickman. Hickman. Rick Remender, you decide. You let us know. Or tweet at us at Wednesday Comics. Let us know. Garrett, tweet at him at Garrett2188. That's two one eight eight. G R G A R O T is the first part. Alex, tweet at him at Alex Mastrello. Alex, how do you spell that? P-R-O-S-T-R-O-L-L-O. That is Alex. Tweet at me at Marvin Sagoro. That's M-A-R-V-I-N. Almost a Jonah. Underscore (laughs) S-A-L-G-U-E-R-O. Find us on iTunes. Subscribe, review, and rate. What do you give this uh, episode? Five stars. Of course. Like we give 2016. Five stars. That's right. That's books. Find us on Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Give us a heart on there. Last week's episode. That is one heart. Multiple hearts. You know why? Because we got them. (laughs) Yeah, make multiple accounts. Give us multiple hearts. (laughs) Um, SoundCloud, last episode is on there. And uh, available for download. Just because I've missed uh, one. You know, let me know if you want me to put up that episode I missed. Because I did miss an episode, but, you know. Sometimes you miss stuff, sometimes you do. You know, you move past <laughs> it's a secret episode. Gotta move past it. It's a secret you gotta episode. Gotta find a new way to get to it. You knew you were right. Subscribe to the feed. You get every episode. Right there and then. It's always in the in the SoundCloud thing. I always put in, I always put a link to the feed. Subscribe. Boom. You get every episode. Don't mess out. Boom. Goes um, the next week. Right. Best series 2016. Anything's on the table that came out this year? No, not anything because it has to be on 2016. Oh, anything wait, that came out this year, I said, is on the table. It's not just new series. Right. There she wanted something about this year. Anything you want, buy anybody you want. So as long as it's been out this year, it's accountable. Yes. I mean, don't pull David Aha on us, but... <laughs> hey, Dickweed, he's done some stuff. It's <laughs> not recently that I get. We'll let you know. Next week's episode also features some special guests. The week after that, Christmas party. We'll see how it's going. Happy Christmas, everybody. Happy Merry Christmas. Yeah. Merry Christmas. What's up? You're Dickweed. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Happy holidays, I meant. <laughs> if you want you know just remember this space, space, there's some good writers some comics there's some good artists Water but in the end who wins we all win <laughs> yeah I've been Marvin I've been Alex I've always been Garrett I guess <laughs> just everyone you turn on those pages 